everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blue Collar D&D. Glad to have you all. Glad to have our viewers on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, DLive, Trovo, all y'all. Really happy to have you here. Still working on a lot of those perks. Apparently, DLive, you need like 200 followers to actually start getting cool stuff. So, yeah, that's a thing. Um, but for now, for those of you who are on Twitch, uh, you have a number of access. You have access to a number of different emotes thanks to the Better TTV extension, as well as the ability to affect our dice in real time via the text commands below. Make sure as you watch the stream on Twitch, you actually, well, because you're watching on Twitch, you actually get gold pieces that you can spend on those particular um, text commands that are down below. So make sure you are keeping track of that. You can see in the little stream elements, little dashboard down at the bottom uh, where that is. Um, also, in addition, we have another weekly dice giveaway. So make sure you stick around until the break to learn how you can enter to win that. Um, also, I'd like to thank our amazing patrons on Patreon, the Sleepy Sorceress, who happens to be one of our players. Um, in addition to Cepus and Dave Platinum Dice, thank you for being awesome player, or patrons of ours um, and a player of ours. Um, if you would like to support us, make sure you check us down on Patreon at patreon.com slash bluecollardm. You can also use the link down below um, for Patreon as well. And there's actually a tipping page down there if you want to uh, support us in that way. Um, and thank you uh, there, Dark Silhouette 99 for the follow. Um, Ashley, is there anything you'd like to plug at this time? Uh, just real quick, next week we are back with uh, season two of London's Not Dead, where uh, we will be having two new amazing guests. And on Wednesday, I make my uh, DM debut for my, uh, yeah, my campaign. That's Wednesday at eight. That's awesome. And that's it. Thank all right. You. Awesome. Um, I believe that's the end of all of our announcements. Uh, if you haven't, uh, make sure you check out the uh, the website that's been live for a couple weeks now, bluecollardm.com. And without further ado, let's dive into tonight's episode. Alright, so, last we left off, our group of adventurers tried desperately to find a way to, of saving Juliet after she fell victim to the skeletal zombie horde here in the swamp south of Dreadmire. Seeing that there was no way to bring her back, Timic began to conduct a ritual akin to the gentle repose spell. While the link with the nature and the natural cycle of life and death appeared to be normal, an intrusion by an outside force soon made its way into the material plane. Timic then, seeing this morphing fungal growth abruptly change into a claw, struck out against this incursion. Unfortunately, his efforts were not enough as he and the body of Juliet were dragged through the rift into what was presumably a very deep layer of the Hells. Opening his eyes, Timic found himself at the root foot of Juliet's patron, Shikas, the white saber-toothed tiger humanoid figure that gave Juliet her powers. After a quick exchange of insults and jests towards each other, Shekas offered Timic a deal, his soul for that of Juliet's. During this time, Juliet had, Juliet had been aware of the demon's dealings with her friend, but was unable to intervene as she was silenced and held frozen by her patron. 
She was held witness to the trade between the two, then finally cast aside into the watery void of Limbo. Not long after falling into Limbo, she found herself at the foot of a sprawling Victorian-style mansion decorated with somber tones, gargoyles, and inside, a warm yet dim fireplace with an individual sitting there before her. This man revealed himself to be Octavian. Other than that, he revealed very little of much about himself, but rather exposed the dealings of Shekas, the responsible party for all the unnatural and harmful things that had become Juliet and her party. Seeking revenge for this treachery, Juliet quickly offered a deal that he, or agreed to the deal he offered her, excuse me. Her service in killing the patron who tortured her, so in exchange for the powers and blessings Octavian would give her. Closing her eyes, she soon felt the warm breath pass her cheek before quickly feeling the stinging bite of her mysterious patron of hers, before quickly awakening back in the swamp, found by her friends Twyla and Morhron. Her new powers were not all that different than usual, however, her eyes were now red like flame, hair long and black as night, and elongated canines thirsting for nourishment. Traveling into the next day, the party found a group of blue half-dragon men and a blue-winged tiefling escorting a gnome as he quickly worked to fixing some sort of flammable device onto a set of crocodiles here in the swamp. The party quickly became hostile to this group as these half these blue half-dragon men were recognized as warriors of the Feili family and the very family who tried to assassinate the party a little over a week ago. Seeing this, the tiefling took his chance, turning heel on the Feili cronies, helping the party defeat the crocodiles and the half-dragon kin. Unfortunately, the gnome who was held captive at the time was not so lucky in the encounter. Explaining that he was looking for a chance to escape his servitude of the family, Demakos, Demakos, the blue-winged tiefling, joined the party. With their new acquaintance joining them, the party set out to stop the evil witch demon who had brought them here to the swamp in the first place. And that's where we left off. So, you all are just waking up from a night's rest. Um, actually, no, you had just traveled, actually, not too long after your um, endeavor here. Um, but we're coming upon the evening. You feel as though you are still traveling in the right, correct, general direction that you need to be headed towards. Following the kind of wet, soupy kind of um, creation of whatever this witch swamp demon had been creating, you kind of continue to follow the path towards her. However... Still not quite there yet. Nightfall coming. It's probably time for you all to find a rest. What do you do? Should we look for a place to set up? I think we have to. <clears throat> it's so early. We don't have to. We can keep going. Sleep is not necessary. I'm sure that's what you think. And I fear I might have to give you a piggyback ride the rest of the way, but unfortunately, I think the rest of us need to take a bit of a break. And then I, I kind of turned to our new friend. Well, uh, you see, uh, is it, it Demakos? Demakos? I don't want to say your name wrong. Demakos? We, uh, we're in a bit of a pickle uh, right now. We're hunting down this nasty little witch lady that's been kind of vexing our friends and uh unfortunately the reason this pretty lady here doesn't want to go to sleep is she kind of haunts her when she does at night so that's the uh quandary we find ourselves in hmm. quite a crew you buttoned yourself up with yeah so what's the plan you're trying to find this witch 
Well, he's over trying to kill her. We need to take care of that curse before she dies. That's the plan. I see you understand the situation we're in. Now I'm the, I'm the new guy here, so whatever you guys need me to do, I'll do it just to prove I'm here for you. Don't get in our way. I'm assuming you want to get back at the Faileys for attacking you. That's definitely, I'd say, number three, possibly four on our list of to-dos. Yeah, believe me, I can't wait to spill their blood. Well, I want to share with you that I'm cursed, but you could be cursed too, so be careful, because it is happening a lot. So... Does it have anything to do with your friend over there, Juliet? I know she's been the reason for a lot of things around here. <laughs> I don't think so. How long she's have so you nice. been following for uh, following us, Demacos? Oh, word gets around. Oh, so word got around that I caused trouble, I guess. No, no, yeah, she's nice. Ergar weren't here until you showed up. No, think you're the only can see them? I think they were headed this way no matter what we did. <clears throat> she just was lucky enough to get out of there before uh, before it all happened. I think they were headed here anyway. That's neither here nor there. I think the biggest issue is we really need to find this nasty witch and take her out. You're so popular, Juliet. I don't know why. I don't know either. But you're popular. No, I, I, I do want to think uh, we possibly have to address the elephant in the room. You attempted oh. to eat that man. Oh, well, was that was that a bit much? It was a bit different. Was it was it also because I I turned to him and I stabbed him in the gut and I said fuck the Faileys was was that a bit much too? No, that was about the right amount of much. It was the the gnawing on his flesh and slurping sounds thereafter that made me a bit interested in what's happening. It was it was weirder than kissing your aunt on the lips, if I'm being honest. I I don't know what to say, Maury. I feel different. I don't feel the same. I'm not the Looking same. Different. Yeah. You could say that again. You you seem to act the same. It's just there's a few. We'll get through it with the. Uh... We'll get through it. There's a few crazy things happening, but hopefully we'll iron all this out in the end. Uh, I know that what you did for what Timic did for you and then what you had to do to get back here was more than I can ever understand. It's way over my head, but 
It's a big head to be over, too, but I'm here with you. I watched Timic literally give himself to Shakas. And I couldn't do anything about it, Mari. I couldn't do nothing about it. I tried. When I look at our list of things to do, and the, the Thales are here, and the witch is here, I'm somewhere pretty close on that list is retribution with Shakas himself. So he'll get his. What's a Shakas? Uh, nasty sob snake in the grass that's been haunting Juliet for years now. Nasty lion conniving. I don't even know how to describe him. He's just a nasty thing. Is it a snake or a lion? It's a tiger. Yeah. Hmm. He's, uh, I guess what you would, what do you, what would you call him? A, a, a demon? I got dragged to hell. I was surrounded by flames. It was more of a devil. Here it is. But uh, that's who currently has possession of our friend Timmy. I'd hope to think this isn't the last time I see that rascally little gentleman, but time will tell. But you managed to get out, Juliet. So maybe, I don't know, we can do the same for Timic someday. It got out because Timic gave himself Twyla. It's the only reason I got out. And if someone gave their life for Timic? It's just a question. I don't know a lot about these and dealings and things. I'm just asking. No. I don't know. I'm sorry. I've I've been snappy at you since we I got back, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like that towards you. No, that's okay. I know. I'm annoying sometimes, so don't worry. And uh, you've been through a lot. We haven't even had a night's rest, so that's okay. I was just asking. I uh, I've never died and gone to hell, so I can't even imagine what you've gone through. So I'm not even going to pretend to know what it is you've gone through and why you're changed and why you're different, but you treat me the same. That's all I care about. It's a different... It's, a, it's different. And she was going to just... I'm going to go look for a spot that we need to make for bed. I... I'll, I'll come with you. And, and she'll mutter, of course, he's going to come with me. <laughs> I just watched them go, like... Yeah, I think she needs some time alone. Moron didn't get the hint. <clears throat> Maybe Moron needed some time with company. And she didn't understand either. It's so hard. So confusing. Mm-hmm. I'll just try to find somewhere I can sit and ponder my future. 
or lack. Yeah. Can I roll survival? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and roll survival. As I'm kind of just looking around, I'm going to turn over to um, Maureen. Just like, um, I also need to apologize for um, the other thing that yeah. happened. You don't have to apologize for anything. That's the. Uh, that's why I wanted to come out here with you. There's nothing for you to apologize for. You're. I'd say uh, our time together is kind of growing weird and sticky, but your passing and coming back showed me that. Uh, I guess I kind of cared about you a little more than I thought I did. You, When you left and then Timmet got drugged down with you, I, it was like two parts of me got ripped away and pulled into hell. And I'm just glad to have you back. And I kind of like put my arm around her and pull her in. And she would just like lean in. Try a... Uh, I know you didn't try to die, but maybe try a little harder not to. I mean, the only person we have to blame here, Mari, is you. You were off your game. <laughs> I feel like I was really confused that day. Almost like I had no idea how to fight. But Almost, as they don't, almost like don't an out-of-body experience. <laughs> I don't anticipate that ever happening again. I hope not. Well, uh, looks like this is a nice spot over here for us to set up camp. Yep. I guess I'll take first watch with maybe the new guy and try not to try to talk to him. I guess I was kind of mean. I I don't know him. He just popped out of nowhere and now we're supposed to be with him after Timmy go. It just feels wrong. <clears throat> Mori. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's, uh, I gotta say, you guys have something in common, right? We all hate the Faileys, so. If nothing else, sit on your watch and talk about the hatred you have for those people. I don't think he hurt his feelings. He doesn't look like the guy that can get his feelings hurt too bad. No, I guess not. Oh well. I guess we'll try it. I'll try to be nice to him. I don't think he took it the wrong way, but uh, I do have to say you trying to sit down on a watch with him and talk things out shows your heart's not changed at all you always see the best of me Mari is there any other thing to see in you um the fact that I'm a blood sucking drow that has brought 
like numerous problems on the group. You mean you're a hungry, partial elf that enjoys seeing things through to the end? Yeah, sure. Are all dragonborn as optimistic as you are? Well, when you've seen the things I've seen in life, you kind of see there's always a silver lining. <laughs> Come on, big guy. Let's go get the others. I'll walk back with her. All right. So with that 23 on your survival check, you are able to find a pretty good again relatively safe place to camp here in the uh, swamps of dreadmire i mean and like we've said before there's not really a great place to camp here in this swamp but you find at least what feels like it could be safe um what is going to be the watch order for me um i will take first watch with demikos if he lets me that's fine okay excellent I'll go uh, okay twyla do you sleep I'll try not to, but... Okay. Go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw, please. Um... Oh, and to clarify, by the way, we forgot this last last game. We are actually... She is actually at exhaustion level one from not sleeping huh. the night before. Which is just only ability checks. Um, right. disadvantage so you should so you're fine for right now for this uh saving throw it's a lot of pluses at least um so with a 14 you are able to resist the urge to fall asleep over the we'll say the first half of the of the night's watch um as the as uh Demikos and Juliet take this first round both of you, go ahead and give me perception checks for this particular watch. Yes, yes. Looks like we got a 17 for Demikos and then Juliet. Um, I pressed the button. There we go. There it goes. We click buttons here. <laughs> okay, um, a 17 and an 8. Let's see. Super perceptive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Always perceptive. Do I still have the bottle of vodka? Oh yeah. Absolutely you do. <laughs> I'm taking that out. Fair enough. And I'm gonna sit down on the log next to um our new friend. Mm-hmm. Do you drink? <clears throat> I can. Do you drink milk? No. Never had a taste for it. That's a shame. And she'll take like a, a drink of the the vodka and she'll give Matsum? Mm, sure. I'll try it. Never had this clear liquid alcohol before i haven't either and it is pretty pretty good <laughs> much better than the ale that i normally get sick from or the wine 
Yeah, I usually do wine, but you know. Oh no way! I do wine too. So, um, what's your deal? An open book. Ask away. You follow us for the Faleys. You turn your back on the Faleys. Uh, you're here. Well, seems like you know everything. Is that all? I worked for the Thales for a while. Not my choice. Looking for a way out. You guys came along and saw my way out finally and jumped on it. Okay. I'm going to inside check that. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Go ahead and roll an insight check. Uh, Demikos. Mm-hmm. Roll the. Just roll a. Roll a charisma check with utilizing the skill that you are. Basically, whether or not you're telling the truth or not, use the skill that's appropriate. So whether you're trying to deceive her or persuade her. Okay. Um, you, uh, so if anybody didn't realize, that's a natural one. Um, but um, Juliet, with a total 12, I mean, this guy doesn't seem to really be hiding or holding anything back. He kind of seems just like a plain open book. Uh, if you feel as though your suspicions of him are probably not really... I mean, he just... hes To you, he just kind of seems too stupid to be really capable of, like, holding anything back. Seems like an open book. I guess... You can't be that bad if you decide to fight for us against them. You know, I've kind of heard what happened prior to us meeting with your friend Timic the Dwarf there sacrificing himself for you. I know it's tough losing you know, a member of your group. But... The trauma shouldn't get put on to me. I'm here to help. I'm not here to hurt. I hate the Faleys as much as your group does, and I'll go and fight whatever you need to prove it. First step is that witch to save Twyla. Well, I don't disagree with that. Uh, sorry if I um, put any of the blame or made you feel some sort of way about it but um I'm gonna be honest with you as transparent as I can you're not gonna take the, the, the place of Timic you'll be new and you'll be different but you're not Timic he was a jerk but he his personality was 
and everything about him was much larger. He was a good, he was a good person, and I'll miss him. And you're not gonna, you're not gonna take his place. But not planning on it. Welcome in. Thanks. You take it day by day. Just, just know that there's a couple of things. I get drunk really often and it's, 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 it gets, it's a thing and it happens often and I'm sorry, but you're gonna, yeah, you have to witness this. As long as you don't throw up. Uh, that that happens quite often. I won't be holding your hair back. Timic didn't hold it back either. He would just laugh at me in points <laughs> and say I should have not drank the whole bottle. Yeah, usually dwarves can hold their liquor. <laughs> he had a thing for milk, sour milk, and boy, did he hold his liquor. He was quite impressive. Well... I'm gonna go get the next person. I'm gonna get Mori up. Have a good night. Am I staying awake? <laughs> um, huh. one sec, one second. Twyla, give me a perception check with disadvantage because of your exhaustion. Oh boy. Um. I'll ask it from you if you need me to. Please do because I'm. <laughs> And it's not working. I cannot find it, she says. There you go. I don't see it. Oh, I know why. <laughs> I'm on a different page. There you go. I would like to, um, whatever spell slots I have left real quick, I'd like to use those on Goodberry, because I'd like to make some. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and use your, um, you should have a spell slot left, I would think. No, no I, have, I have several, I think, um, especially from, from the other stuff. So I'm going to use three spell slots. I'm going to make 30. Oh, 30 good berries. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> um, okay. I don't see them. Is it no. not coming in? No, maybe I have to reload, but Yeah, you might have to. I'll I'll run it for you. Because okay. I'm so good at rolling dice for everybody else. Alright, so for a nine. Oh no. Uh that's okay because Demikos, on the periphery of your um, auditory capabilities, you kind of you kind of hear some rustling off in the distance, just like shh. But it sounds like it's something large, and it starts to <laughs> you hear it from one two directions kind of making its way towards you guys hasn't arrived yet 
but you being kind of familiar with this particular area of the swamp would know that there are a number of different creatures and plant life that are greatly affected by what's kind of been going on in this area for for the better part of a couple weeks your band has been out here for a little while and you know of some of the things that are out here um but go ahead and give me a just a general nature check with advantage okay okay so with a total of 10 um you would know that the things that typically haunt or not haunt but the things that typically move at night are generally speaking just your very typical kind of small kind of amphibious life and stuff along that nature typically crocodiles and stuff like that at least in this area uh sleep during the evening but you do know that some of the affected uh trees in the area uh, that may or may not have been um there are treants that used to populate this area but a few of them have been altered and when they normally would only move around during the day they now move around at night um, so you get the sense that there's probably two of them kind of bearing down on your position or somewhere in your vicinity. What do you do? Uh, probably wake up everybody else. Moron's the only one sleeping, right? Twyla's staying awake and Juliet just went away. Uh, Juliet just went to go... Um, make some good berries but you, so, so you go no. ahead and wake up Morhan. yeah i'll get okay. his opinion on what uh oh god what uh what's going on something large moving through the the woods here all right as he tells me that i will cast protection from good and evil on myself and try to Shake myself awake as I do so. You're saying these are, uh, this is a sound you usually only hear from the nasty things? I'm not sure. Usually things that size move during the day. Oh, God. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's all kind of hustle back and find somewhere to hide and see what we can do. Yeah, let's find somewhere to hide. Okay. Um, so you guys are going to try to hide from these creatures as they come by you? So go ahead and give me um, stealth checks, a lot of you. Uh, can you give me a prompt? Yes, sir. See no, that's okay. Yeah, I'm so stealthy. <laughs> Super stealthy with that natural one. <laughs> Oh God! Three, eleven, seven. Yep, we're hidden. <laughs> so well. <laughs> Wait a minute. Five. Julia just made three, so much noise. <laughs> seven. I don't see Demikos or Morhorons, but I assume they're bad because you guys just said they were bad. No, I, I can't. I can't click on still. Mine's okay. eleven. Okay. I, I rolled. A, I rolled a natural twenty. But I have disadvantage because of my armor, so 11. right, right, right. So eleven, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah, that's a thing. Um, all right, so you gotta give me the prompt so I can click it. Yeah, I did, but it's, it doesn't appear to be coming up. Do you have dice there on you? 
When all else fails, folks, when your tabletop doesn't work when you're streaming, dice works. Dice works. <laughs> I don't know what my plus is. <laughs> I can't uh, see anything on it. Oh, uh, yeah, you might have to refresh your. You might have to refresh your screen. Um, you are proficient in it. Uh, plus you're, you're, you're a plus, plus seven. seven. So 18. Beautiful. Demikos, you are so hidden. Uh, the rest of you, however, um, one of these, um, you see it as it approaches. It's, it's, a, it's a very tall tree that almost looks like it has the figure of a face, but this face that's on it is kind of long and elongated as if it's almost like kind of been drooping for a for quite some time almost like it's been decaying um the branches on it devoid of leaves of any other kind of plant life whatsoever or any kind of wildlife on it at all you kind of see as it kind of crawls across the ground these kind of like viney tendrils um where its roots would be just just kind of whip around um one of them no clue where any of you are actually no Juliet, you're kind of hard to miss. Um, so, um, deer in a headlight look. Deer in a headlight look. So you guys kind of gathered together, or did you guys that's spread the out? Problem. We tried to hide, but we all hid in the same spot. Yeah, that's that's the problem. So they all, both of them, know where you are. Um, so I am gonna need you all to roll initiative on the next page, which I'm gonna you activate know. and pray to God that you guys can all actually get over there because clearly that's becoming a thing today that it's loading it's another thing here on the blue collar dm it's a running joke but it's not on purpose we have tech problems almost every time we do it's not and a it's blue not, collar and, stream and, without it and it's not even on purpose <laughs> it's not like i'm like staging it i mean i'd be have to be pretty good at to stage all of this every single week but there's always something that goes wrong whether it's the vtt or if it's the it's usually not the vtt but sometimes it's the vtt sometimes it's the, my camera decides to not work which has been happening quite a bit um so where they kind of know where you all are they're probably a little bit closer to up here however luckily for all of you morharan is the first to act as per usual morharan what would you like to do um can i tell what kind of creature types they are um, you can, once I bring the stream over to the right screen, because I can't look at my preview because of the fact that I'm having a lot of great problems today. Um, yeah. Um, so you can tell that these creatures are some form, they were plants, um, and they were, I mean, they still are technically plants, um, but they've been greatly affected by whatever this kind of um blight is that's in this area so would i know if they're a fiend of some sort um so using your ping to kind of feel your undead humanoid thing all that kind of kind of cool stuff yeah yep you don't sense any presence of fiends or undead from these creatures however okay. you do get a ping of undead from your friend juliet that's sitting right next to you yeah that's all right i ignore that <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I felt like it was probably like a look like, of course. I will run right up to this guy and start going to work. Um... Excellent. Okay. Does that work? There we go. Hey, there's a dice. 
Uh, 19 definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. All the dice, all the things. 19 points of damage. Let me just double check any resistances. Um, nope, no resistance, uh, resistances to non-magical damage, but this is all magic, so 19 points of damage. Would you say, are they large or are they huge? They are technically, they're probably huge, actually, looking at the token. Yeah, they're huge. Then I will stay right here. Um, one of these days, I'm not going to make you guys fight big, big giant things. Um, 17, one of these that, days. One of these days. Um, 17 also hits. And that'll be four. Uh, minus nine, so nine damage. Uh, minus sorry, eight, eight damage. Only eight? Yeah, I uh, can't do the thunder damage again. So my, well, minus nine would make it um, 15. That's why oh, I'm I, confused. Sorry, I, I saw the attack, saw the 20, yeah, so 15. Okay. 15 points of damage. So you come in with your maw and just whack, whack. As you kind of make impact with the tree, what normally would feel like really hard, um, kind of like, I mean, wood, it's hard. You hit the you hit the side of the wood, except this wood appears to be almost kind of fractured a little bit and a little bit decayed. So you're able to kind of it's not completely soft, but and there is some resistance, but you're able to kind of smash to the bark and hit kind of the I guess what would be the juicy innards of this uh, this treant um, as and as you do, it just going to uh, anything else in turn. Uh, that is it for this turn. All right. Excellent. That is going to bring us to Twyla. Twyla, what are you doing? I'm gonna fire bolt. You're going to fire bolt. At which one? Yes. The same one that Mori attacked. All right, excellent. Go ahead and fire off your fire bolt. And if you can't get the VTT to work, dice are always an option. Yes, it's here, it's here. I think <laughs> minus pick. Hey, there it is. 13, unfortunately, as you go to kind of fire off your fireball, it just kind of, and you, it, the tendrils that are kind of whipping around just kind of all keep moving around as you're trying to um, aim at it. It's hard and it kind of moves pretty quickly. And unfortunately, your fireball just kind of whizzes by um, harmlessly avoiding all of them. Careful, Mari. My aim is not really good. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anything else on your turn? I'm gonna move behind Demacos uh, just to create some distance. Okay. Like. So if you can move me, that would be best. <laughs> so you're trying to move right behind them? Ah, uh, yeah. Right there. And I'm gonna tell him like, "Hey, please, uh, don't wander too far." I am in need of some protection at the moment. <laughs> All right. Um, so nothing else. Um, that being said, Juliet, what would you like to do? I would like to first get my token and then move over here. And I'm going to summon my blade. 
Mm-hmm. You all see this giant spectral blade just just kind of appear out of Juliet's hand. The big jagged, long red, uh, crimson in color with the fangs on it. And with a natural yes. twenty, yes, <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, go ahead and roll your crit versatile damage because you don't use no dang shield. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. There we go. There's the damage. Uh, so that is going to be 22 points of various different types of damages um, on this creature. It's a pretty good chunk, uh, and you slice through it. Unfortunately, this thing doesn't have, um, the unfortunately, any kind of uh, nourishment for you, but you are able to kind of cut into this thing and make a big giant wound into the side of it. Anything else? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to go again. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. That is going to be a 12, which unfortunately does not hit. And like I said, this thing kind of it kind of shifts and moves. And as you go to kind of bring it, bring in your next uh, bring in your next slash, this uh, one of the vines just kind of parries your strike aside. That's my go. All right. That's your go. All right. That's going to bring us to one of the treants. Um, it's going to be the one in front of you, Morhoran. This one in particular is, of course, going to attack you because you are the only thing that it sees. Um, with that said, um, it does have a multi-attack where it can make three attacks. Um, also on its turn, I do also need you to make a dexterity saving throw, sir. Ready? An 11. Um, as well, you're kind of standing... Okay, um, so with an 11, um, as you're kind of standing there, this tree almost kind of like, as it wails, it kind of like spits off this like kind of acidic kind of spray. Um, and you are splashed with some acidic tears uh, on, on, on you. Um, luckily for you, it only deals one point of acid damage to you, which... You are a yep. black dragonborn, so does that mean anything to you? Yes, it means that's zero points of damage. That's zero points of damage for you. Okay. You're just resistant, though, correct? Yeah, so one divided is half. Okay. Half. okay. Uh, I'm going to put a condition on you just because I need to. That's fine. Uh, I'm just going to say it's concentrating, but it's not. Um, as you are covered in the acidic tears, as they kind of just kind of continue to fall on you, and now it's going to make its three slam attacks at you. Um, first one is going to be a twenty to hit, and that's going to do its damage and put it on your sheet for you. Um, it's going to ask you for a concentration check. Uh, just ignore it. Um, on that one, I will. Um, I'm going to use my eventual assault. Okay. Go on your eventual assault. Uh, if there it is. Sorry, I was still asking me for that concentration check. Give me a second. There we go. <laughs> the one condition I shouldn't have given you, <laughs> thinking that it was going to be fine. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, 
Can I give you the symbiotic entity spores? Is that gonna do? No, that's not gonna work. We're just gonna uh, ignore it. <laughs> I don't have another condition I can throw on you right now to make it obvious for me. So. Uh, doing the same thing to me. It's not responding. So let me just give me one thing. Um, uh, that's gonna be in nineteen to hit. Nineteen does hit. Or. Seventeen points of damage. Seventeen points of damage. Okay. And that's the you only get the one attack, right? That's it. Just that, and that's the only time I can. Do. All right. Slam attack number two coming at you for a twenty-one to hit, and it's gonna auto roll the damage and put it on your sheet for you. That's gonna be eleven points of damage. And then one more slam attack coming at you. That's gonna be a twenty to hit as well, and that is gonna be another fifteen points of damage for, onto you. Okay. That it already auto-calculates for your sheet. I don't know if you can see your sheet or not, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is going to end its turn. Um, Demikos, you're up. What do you do, buddy? Um, Which spot do, do I need to be there to flank? Or down here? I would say, well, can you get can you get down here? Yeah, I can get there. I have 45 yeah, just, feet of movement, right? Yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah, just go right there. To answer your question, I mean, in this case, I would allow it because it's a huge, it's a big creature, but um, so if you wanted to go here, that would be fine. Yeah. Up, yeah, up to you. Uh, so, yeah, roll again. Yeah. Just roll it again. Yeah. Um, two eights. <laughs> two eights. You kind of come in charging in with your battle axe, and as you kind of go to slash out against this thing, it just ping, gets struck aside by another one of these uh, these roots that are coming up flying around in the area. Okay. Um, I'll use my second attack. Okay, second attack. Also at um, advantage. Yeah, I don't know why it's not doing that. Um, if you if you hold Alt and click on it, it'll roll two dice, um, and that that gives you advantage. If you hold Control and click on it, it'll it'll actually roll disadvantage for you. So that's actually kind of a nice little quality of life thing. Um, but with an eleven again, you kind of come in to kind of slash at it, and these trees aren't hard to hit. But the problem is, is that like they keep shifting and kind of keep whipping their branches and their roots around, and again, you just. Poof, you're like having a hard time getting um, your axe blows through to the actual fleshy kind of um, stalk of the tree. Um, okay. Anything and, else uh, on your turn? Yeah, I'm gonna um, spend a key point to use key fueled attack, and uh, I can make another attack. Yeah, go for it. So you said hold alt. Yep, hold alt and then click on whatever your attack is going to be. That just brought up the info for the weapon. Oh. <laughs> hold on. That ain't it. Uh, <laughs> Something... <laughs> Something is going on with Foundry today. So it missed too, so whatever. 
I saw a 17 around. Yeah, that missed anyway, so. A 17 right? hits. Oh, I thought I rolled an 18 before. Okay, 17 hits. He, he did, but no one's rolled a 17 yet. <laughs> All right. Damage. <laughs> I'm rolling real low. <laughs> Uh, all right, so five points of damage there. All right, um, and that is a magical weapon, so that's good. Um, anything else on your turn? No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I did not press my luck. <laughs> all right, that brings us to the other uh, Treant's turn that's up here. Um, this guy, um, seeing that he has one target in front of him, he's going after it with three Sam attacks. Um, on your turn, on his turn, Juliet, can I have you make a dexterity saving throw for me, please? Yep. Maybe. <laughs> Once I find it, there we go. Oh, Oof. nine. Oh, so same thing. You are afflicted with the same tears, um, dealing three acid damage to you, which I will put in there for you. Okay. Um... And then it's going to come in with its three slam attacks. So first one coming at you. Mm-hmm. Is going to be a 21 to hit. That's definitely going to hit. And that's going to bring 13 damage towards you. And I'm going to use my reaction and hellish rebuke it. Absolutely, you can. Um, I clicked on the second one already, and it's going to do its 20 points of damage um, as it hits you with a 21 to hit. Go ahead and roll your... I need to roll a dexterity saving throw. Mm-hmm. And... Let's see here that is going to be a 12 which i believe is going to fail it is going to fail all right so go ahead and roll your i assume upcast um which i believe is the 4d whatever it is um because normally it would be two yep so hold on i'm just gonna do it in the chat that'll be easier yeah 4d what i want to say i have to look at your sheet i can't remember it off the top of my head right now it's definitely a. Can uh, it's, so it's four. It's four d ten. Okay. And I believe that is going to be your last pack magic um, spell slot. Just so you know. Okay. Because you use because you used the same hellish rebuke earlier today. Yep. Excellent. Fourteen points of necrotic damage. Um, and then for its third and final slam attack, as you all see this thing kind of like whip its tendrils out at Juliet, and then you see Juliet just kind of like eyes roll in the back of her head. The same black ichor and shadow comes out and dives into the creature. It, it reads back as it comes back down and hits Juliet one more time with a, an attack of a 15 to hit for 17 more bludgeon damage. Um, Ooh. all of you. All of you kind of looking around do notice that Julia is looking pretty rough right now. Again, <laughs> um, going on to uh, Morhoron's turn. All right. Roll an advantage. Definitely hits. For 22 more points of damage on that one. Also, I need, I believe, let me see if I need anything from you, Morhan, before I forget. Yeah. Because you are covered in the acidic tears. So that means something. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, so it's just auto-rolled auto at you. So that's um, eight points of acid damage reduced to four, um, which I put in there for you. Um, second attack, I assume? <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Natural 20, so that's a critical hit. Four. That's gonna that's gonna hurt. That's really gonna hurt yeah. for a stupid amount of damage. Um, how do you want to do this on this treant? Um, I seeing like covered in the nasty acid tears, I kind of like wipe it off and then just look up at his stupid crying face and just <laughs> uppercut with the maul, shattering and splintering this gross acidy wood. Absolutely. And then I'm going to run right over here beside Juliet. Perfect. And I am going to bonus action. Second wind. Bonus action, second wind. Okay. Go ahead and roll for your second wind and heal yourself there. I'll let you manage that on your sheet. Um, okay. Anything else on your turn? That is it for me. Okay. Brings us to Twyla. Julian, are you okay? I'll live. Are you sure? <laughs> Not really, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay, Master, I know I'm not very good at this, but let me try. And I'm gonna cast, like, Healing Word on Juliet. Okay. And... Uh, at what level? At level one. Okay, so that's gonna be a D4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. I. Well, and for you, I believe it would be your wisdom because you got that from the cleric list, right? Yes, and mm -hmm. he's maximum healing, so. Oh, so it's automatically a D4. Um, so that would make it seven. So, um, Juliet, you heal seven points. Can you put that in my sheet for me, please, sir? I can. Thank you. You're welcome. And you I'm now gonna... aren't as terrible. <laughs> did it work, Juliet? I don't know. Better? I don't know what you just did, but I feel better. Thank you. Okay, that's good. That's good. And I'm gonna start like fast walking a little bit closer uh, behind Morhoran and closer to Demacos, like that area where it looked safe. Um, this area looks okay. Yeah, something like that in between those two. Yeah, there you go. And I don't have much help to do, I'm sorry. Um, you uh, only cast a, you cast a leveled spell. You can still cast a cantrip with your action because you used a bonus action spell. Oh, that's amazing that I'm going to fire bolt this thing again. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll your fire bolt. Mari, I'm going careful. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> um, okay. I was going to have good rolls today and good luck when it happened. Um. Okay. Um, Twyla, go ahead and roll it again. 
the attack? Yeah, roll your attack roll again. Excellent. Um, so, um, Morharan, as she says, like, look out, Morharan, you kind of see the, uh, the bolt of fire coming straight at you, and you actually are just in time able to dive out of the way as it also just zooms past, um, and it kind of just harmlessly flies off in the distance past, um, this treant. Um, anything else on your turn, Twyla? Oh, no. I'm sorry, Mori. I'm a danger to the world. I swear I'm going to sleep. I swear. That's all right. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, moving on. Juliet, it is your turn. On your turn. Yes. You take so, one point of acid damage from the tears that are still on you. Okay. Um, would I be able to without getting attack of opportunity, would I be able to move to another side where I can get advantage? Yeah, you can strafe around him. So yeah, you can come over here, here, okay. anywhere over here. You would be able to strafe around. Cool. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. And then I'm going to try and hit it twice with my blade. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll and try to hit it twice with your blade at advantage. There's the first one. All right, so an 18 does hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Excellent. So that is going to be a 12 points of damage. Okay, and I'm going to go, I'm going to do it again. Absolutely. At advantage, so roll again. All right, so a 23 to hit definitely hits. Go ahead and roll your damage one more time. Mmm. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, 17 points of damage there on that one. So as you come in with your sword, you kind of, this thing starts to like whip its kind of branches at you, but you're able to kind of just, just kind of like whack them down and kind of they splinter off and you're able to get one good jab in on the uh, the uh, trunk of the tree. Um, it's looking pretty hurt. Um, anything else on your turn? That'd be it. All right, awesome. Um, that is going to bring us back to Demo Demacos. I always want to say Demacos. Um, Thanks for dialing. Um, Demikos, what would you like to do? I'm going to attack with Radiant Sunbolt. All right, absolutely. Um, so that 18 to hit does actually hit, so go ahead and roll your damage. Okay, so that is going to be nine points of Radiant Damage. As you see Demikos kind of bring his hands out again and just fire off this big bolt of Radiant Energy towards this tree and just hits the side of it and it just kind of rears back. <laughs> I want to run over to it. Okay. And I'm going to uh, attack it with my axe. Alright, go ahead and attack it with your axe. Um, it's at advantage, so go ahead and roll it again. Okay, the 24 does hit, so go ahead and roll your damage on the axe. Excellent. The heck? Oh, I see what yeah, it did. Okay. The first one. I, was, I was like, what? Um, all right, so that's eight points of damage. So you come in, and this time the branch comes down to try to block your attack, but you kind of put some extra oomph in it and just kind of smash through. Uh, anything else on that turn? I believe so. Hold on a second. Um, yeah, I'm going to spend two key points to use Searing Arc Strike to cast... Okay. Uh, 
Burning Hands as a bonus action. Ooh, I like it. So Burning Hands, that is a... What is it, a 15-foot cone? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, uh, crap. Uh... <laughs> I didn't know it was a cone, sorry. <laughs> um, You could find a way to get it away from her if you needed to. I believe it's a 15-foot cone. Yeah. So, you, so you'd be able... It, because luckily this creature is big enough, you can fire it off diagonally and not hit her. All right. Well, you need to make a dexterity saving throw. And this is going to be for half damage? Correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. So go ahead and roll the dice for it. Um, dexterity save is going to be an eight, which I believe is going to fail. Um, mm. So with your seven points of fire damage, you go ahead and bring your hands out at it. And this fire damage actually begins to burn this tree into into dust. And as you go ahead and do that, how would you want to do this? Just want the whole thing to catch on fire and I will slowly back away. Well, back away and just watch it burn. <laughs> Absolutely. And you do so. Ending this combat. I just want to sleep. <laughs> I don't want to sleep, but I think mm. I need to. Oh my god, the trees are attacking me. The trees, Why? the sludge, everything. Oh, I really they... don't like this place. The sooner we yeah. kill this witch, the sooner we get out of here. I like that idea. That Why are the good. trees attacking? Did anyone offend the trees or something? I don't think I did. I think these trees are just offensive. I turned to Dale. Dale, it, what's going on with the trees? Uh, do you know anything? I mean, probably just about as much as you do, Tuts. You're just as helpful as Timic, too. Thank you. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, he's my Can't. body. We have to talk about that. <sighs> Can we go to bed now? I'm tired. I'm bleeding. I, I'm hungry now. <laughs> Looks like you're covered in some kind of acid too. I'm, oh yeah. I'm. Look, I'm puffy. Mm. I'm gonna cast predestination on you. See if that helps. Um, um, yeah, you guys are able to kind of wipe the acid off, and the prestidigitation does help a little bit. But just, just so you know, the prestidigitation technically just makes it look like it's clean. It doesn't really clean anything to an extent, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not completely, it could be completely off base. I don't remember now. I, I, sure. I, you know, I'm gonna look at it during the break, which reminds me, um, we're gonna go to break. Um, so the secret code, um, for. Uh, your dice giveaway, folks, is going to be Weeping Treant. Go ahead and put Weeping Treant into the chat. That's T-R-E-A-N-T. -E and I will. we will all see you after the break. And welcome back, everybody. So the winner of the dice giveaway is going to be Veni Vidi Victory. Um, oh. Veni Vidi Victory, go ahead and um, you'll have a DM in your chat there um, with details on how we can get the dice to you. Um, so, 
Just after the battle, licking your wounds, we are halfway through the night's rest. Who's taking second watch? Uh, I was taking second. Okay. I'm gonna be there. Okay. And I'm gonna pick with Mori a bit, I guess. Okay. Um, before you start talking, um, because Morhuron is, I mean, he can keep you awake, so that's okay. Um, but I do need perception checks from both of you. Uh, Twilight, yours is at disadvantage. Okay. Um. <laughs> One more roll for me, Twilight. Oh, there you go. All right. What do you guys talk about on your on your uh, on your watch? I'm so sorry, Maury. I almost hit you twice. Hey, that's all right. Almost only counts in horseshoes, so that's all right. All right. I wanted to ask you for a favor. Sure. What is it? So you're hunting this witch because she cursed us and I'm cursed, but I'm really in a very bad shape. So I guess I should be brave and sleep to be able to help you guys in the fight. And I wanted to see that if you see that I'm dying while I'm sleeping, you try to wake me up, please. Uh, That sounds like a fair request. I know. That is so hard. I'll see you convulsing or not breathing. Yeah, no problem. I can do that for you. Okay, okay. Uh, Here, uh, I have this potion. I'm not sure if it's a potion because it looks like a vodka shot, but (laughs) Juliet said that this will help me in case I was hurt or something. So... And you, all right, sure. And then uh, I, I take it from her, but then I also kind of just take a quick look into my uh, bag and see what I have. And I don't have a healing potion, so. Um, yeah. You do, actually. Um, I do. Yeah, you do, I do. because um, as Timic did leave, um, he did drop off his pack and left a lot of things behind. Um, so you guys were able to grab some of the items that he had on him. Uh, unfortunately, most of the stuff that he was wearing, um, you were not able to get, but he did leave behind um, a few healing potions, um, which I will add to your inventory. He actually has four of them, um, an alchemy jug, um, some general supplies, and a particular broom of flying. Uh, Morhan, for the sake of ease, I'm going to put everything in your inventory, but you guys can play around with that as you wish later. Or now, whenever you want to do it. I survive. I would like to carry that bag. Of, was it a bag of holding or something, right? I have the bag of holding. Okay. So we'll talk about it later. I kind of think I could see you doing some pretty cool stuff on a broom from the sky. Maybe, maybe once you wake up, we'll discuss giving that to you. That sounds fun. And I'll be a little bit safer, I guess, unless it's a dragon. Uh, but let's not think about that. 
I'm gonna curl next to you and try to sleep. I'll take care of you. All right. Okay. Um, seeing as you are actually going to sleep, I would love a wisdom saving throw from you, please. I know. Was it a wisdom saving throw? Mm hmm. All right. Okay, here it goes. Now, DM, I can't. This is like a stretch, but I have to ask because I like Twilight. Um, because I'm watching her, I can't expend one of my willpower superiority dice to add it to her wisdom save, can I? Read to me what it says on your superiority dice and how you can use them for that. Uh, okay, let me find it. It is. <laughs> no, where the heck is it on here? I think it... Oh, here we go. Combat superiority. <laughs> uh, it specifically says when you make a wisdom, uh, when you make an intelligence, wisdom, or charisma saving throw, you can spend one spirit dice and add it to the roll. Uh, you can use this only before you learn if it has succeeded or failed. Are you allowed to give it to someone else? No, it says when you make an intelligence, so I assume not. Right. Well, I have advantage when I'm being charmer frightened, but it doesn't say curse. So. Right. Okay. Thank you for trying, Mori. <laughs> you gotta ask. Morhoron. Yes. Would you like to make a deal? It depends on who's asking this question right now. <laughs> the omniscient dungeon master is asking this question. I thought it was the tiger. That's what I'm saying. No. If I had a weird tiger tongue, <laughs> deal. No, no, the, uh, like deal. <laughs> no, the, uh, the dungeon master is asking this question. Would you like to make a deal? Sure. Okay. I'll let you do that. Use your superiority die. However, I will have the ability to give you um, reverse inspiration, if that makes sense. Yep. So on a time that I choose, I can choose to give you disadvantage on a roll. Yep. Okay. Would you like to do that? I would like to do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I'm going to roll my D8, and it's going to be a one. Probably. <laughs> you, you roll. Yeah! Six. I don't know if 17's any better, but six is pretty good on a D8. 17 is better. Twilight, as you sleep during the evening, you do feel a presence try to break its way into your mind and in into your dream however you are able to fight it and push it away feeling the encouragement of your friend 
who is watching over you as you push it aside. And the pleasant dreams of the broom, of the flying broom. <laughs> Morhoran, give me a wisdom saving throw, please. At disadvantage. I'm just going to cash it in right now. I don't I don't think I need to roll the second one. <laughs> Not really. You feel the presence of an ever wandering eye that two of your companions have already felt upon them. You feel that it has also learned quite a bit about you. Your thoughts, hopes, dreams, and fears, and the memories that you hold dearly to your heart. You feel violated as well in this moment. Welcome to the party, buddy. One level of doom, sir. Just one level of doom. For now. Uh, so that is one failed death save. Yeah, I'm uh, looking for that in the new format. But I'll get it. Go ahead. Okay. Otherwise, your night's um, your watch goes on uneventful. Although it seemed fairly eventful during that time. Um, <laughs> I believe I need at least one more because it's only been two. Who's taking watch? Uh, Everyone, uh, basically? Everybody took a turn already? I only need four hours, so that, I can right. get up. At, after, like, my fourth hour, I can get up. Okay. Stretch. Yeah, yep. Mm, feel good. All right. You mm. can take this last one alone. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay. What would you like to do over the course of your watch? Um, I would just practice my new found abilities that I would assume that um, uh, what's his name, T uh, Dale, would just like maybe talk to me about, and then I would be trying to practice control flame, and trying to make like little images with it. Okay. Um, roll a d20 and add your proficiency bonus. Sure. Natural 20. 20. Plus, what's my proficiency? Three. So 23. You master very well the ability to control flame um, and to create little images. In fact, so realistic that you could possibly utilize them as a means for deception. Um, so basically, mechanically, 
um, you would have advantage in any situation that you try to use your controlled flame images as a a method of either deception or persuasion or trickery, basically. Cool. Yeah, I would just be like, whatever she's thinking at that moment or whoever she's thinking about, like, that's who she would try to, like, conjure mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. in her control flame. Mm -hmm. um, you're also able to because you did so well. Um, you now have access. I'm going to call it the find familiar spell. Um, but basically you have <laughs> somebody just redeemed negative one for Juliet. That's so mean. Um, and it didn't trigger, but I'm going to make it trigger. <laughs> there it is. Um, so, um, you, um, basically Dale can act as a familiar, familiar for you, basically. Um, he technically has like one HP basically. Um, and he can use the owl stats for the sakes of this. Um, cool. so he can't function that way, but you can't change him into anything else. If that makes sense. Like he can't become an octopus just because you feel like it. Like it's Dale. He's a bird. <laughs> well, he's, a I have... he's, a, he's a ghostly bird. <laughs> well, I have access to get dragon's breath and put it on him. That's a question. <laughs> I don't think it's in my spell list, but that's a thought. I mean, maybe if you were still aligned with a, a tiger demon, that could have been a possibility, but not. I don't think Octavian's got that power. Um, true. Cool. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Although there might be a sorcerer or two that might be able to teach you some pointers. Anyway, um, the rest of your night's watch goes off uneventful. Um, who do you conjure up in your control flame? You said whoever it is and you're currently thinking about. Who are you thinking about right now? She would conjure up Maury. Okay. All right. The sun rises. Everyone gains the benefit of a long rest. So exhaustion levels gone. Um, Juliet, you still technically have hunger level one, but just know that. Um... You did crit on a uh, attack roll in the last one. Um, now do it again. Now do it again. Um, yeah, you all get the benefits of long rest. You gain all your hit points, spell slots, all your long rest abilities, short rest abilities, half of your... Um, you also gain half of your pool of hit dice. Yeah, that took a while for me to figure out what I was trying to say. Um and all that fun jazz. Um, where is long rest on this tidy sheet? <laughs> we I keep Dale on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see it. Take a rest. Long rest. There you go, Juliet. There's your long rest. And we see Dale. <laughs> Those 75 HP looks nice. Invisible. Only Juliet can see Dale. Oh, no, you can all see Dale, but you also see that Dale is very much not the normal, like, yellow and blue, um, small, like, almost Tweety Bird that he used to be. He is very much a kind of darkened, almost crow-like apparition of himself, and he kind of shimmers as he kind of flaps his wings. He doesn't, 
He doesn't like have the same kind of flight pattern, if that makes sense. And you just give me everybody. Give me just a perception check. Uh, over the course of time, as you're kind of walking around and um, Dale's been around, you do notice um, the lot of you that um, Dale has at, on occasion kind of almost glided through um, solid objects at one point or another. Except for you, Twyla. You don't. You, you haven't noticed that. <laughs> You don't see crap. <laughs> no, no, I, I've been very uh, preoccupied with other things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've been very extremely preoccupied. Um, You do still have two levels of doom. That This resting does not get rid of that, just so you know. Um, just want to make sure you remember that. Um, <laughs> however, the day is yours. What would you all like to do? Well, Twyla, you, uh, you look rested. Oh yes, I feel so nice. Like I'm strong again. I can now try a fireball. No more fireballs. Ooh. That's good. You uh you look good. I'm glad it was a, a restful night for you. Thank you, thank you. And that's good. If there's no one in the way, always remember that. And thank you very much, Mari. Uh I felt very safe. Good. So, are we going to please kill that witch today? Oh, yes. Um, which reminds me, I need to give you guys some stuff. So, Dale gave me druid abilities. Don't know how. Don't know why. But here he, but here we are. Um, and I made some berries that I hope um, will do us some good. Okay. So I have like 30 of them, so I'm going to split them off between four people. Mm -hmm. uh, what know. do the berries do? And who is Dale? Uh, you, you, you've seen Dale, haven't you? Maybe. You don't remember the bird that, that used to shit talk me all the time with, um, with Timic? Maybe. I think... <laughs> in the road okay well when i came back uh dale came back with me and here we are dale's well I, he didn't come back with me but he was in my bag and he flew out and here we are and now he's like ghost ghostly crowley that sounds like an amazing thing to research <clears throat> so i'm gonna to Keep an eye on that later and sorry i'm sorry what do the berries do okay i'm sorry so um from what i've gathered that dale told me to do is um i make them with magic and they're supposed to when we need nourishment it gives us back some nourishment so out of character uh it will give you back one hp and It'll like if you need food, it'll like fill you up and stuff. 
That's amazing. I can have it in my pocket, and if you need it, you can feed me one, right? Or something. Yes. So, and I mix it with other fruit to make a smoothie. <laughs> I, he, Dale, can we we make smoothies out of it? Who are you talking uh, to? Yeah, are you talking to? Oh, you're talking to Dale. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the hell is a smoothie? I don't know. This this Demacos has just talked to us about smoothies. I must have learned about them in Dreadmire. You're pretty advanced. Your uh, juice drinks. I never had juice drinks before. I mean, if you want to count wine as a juice drink. No, technically. No. So... Mm. Wine. I'm not even going to to say like that's a bad idea because I know you all enjoy your drinks, so just we should take some more practice and go professional with this, I think. It will be better. Become professional drinkers? No. I could I'm totally down to become a professional drinker, y'all. Brewers. Brewers think about like the future, making money, nor using the money, <laughs> or do both. You know, so you can drink without spending money. That sounds good, doesn't it? I would give Moria look like, you know, I drink us out of a house and home. <laughs> Gold medalist. So I like the idea about these berries, but I'm starting to feel like you guys are really afraid of me cooking. I've been trying to cook since day one, and now we don't need to cook for anything. We got berries now, so that's good. Maybe maybe I'm not that good if I cook anyways. So. You are welcome to cook anytime. I don't really care to eat very much unless it's something else. But that's on Mari. Last time I wanted to try the cockatrail and he brought me some humanoid thing. I don't want to eat humanoid thing. <laughs> oh. It's meat, you can eat it. Oh, we didn't talk to you about this when we initiated you into the group. What? You eat humanoid? Is that well, a preference? Mari. But if it's, it's dead, it's cookable. That's his knowledge. That's his. Maybe it's like when I look around, different species taste buds or something, but no, they're just no. Yeah, I mean, but, I'm not gonna kill something. I'm not gonna go hunting a humanoid to eat, but if I stumble upon something that's dead, why let it go to right? Wait, right to my coast. He said no. Humanoids could have, like, I don't know. Things that you eat and make you sick because we are humanoids too. No, no. And I feel like if I throw a humanoid in to cook, it's gonna scream or something. I'm not sure I can do that. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. No. I won't eat a human. I can't say that I have. Yeah, I, I typically try to avoid that too. Dried okay. meat and. Guys, if you tell me that you eat humans, you know, that makes me very uncomfortable. Very. 
well, you've been with us for a little bit of time now, and you haven't seen it happen. I've well, I, there's plenty of other stuff out here to eat. All right, I'm, I'm gonna be keeping a closer watch on what you guys eat because I haven't been paying much attention, but now I will. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm so hungry. <laughs> eat, berries. eat a berry. That's for special occasions. Right, right. Don't, don't wow. eat that. We don't know what's going to await us in this deadly swarm. DM, I, I want to go try to find something in the woods. Go try to find a weasel or an ermine or a beaver. I don't know what's out here. I'm going to go for a hunt real quick. Okay. Uh, survival check real quick. A natural 20. Jeez, guys. You're using them all tonight. Um, so... Um, you are able to find a, well, let's see. You're able to find a, (laughs) you find a human. Um, no, you are able to find a, you are able to find a weasel. Well, you're able to find, uh, what is it called? Um, what is the thing called? Uh, yeah. You're able to find a mongoose and a snake fighting each other. Nice. Um, and you're able to take whichever one you wish to um, to take back to camp. I'll take the mongoose. Okay. Snakes live for another day. Um, and you are able to take the mongoose back to camp. I bring it back to Twyla. So uh, here you go. Not humanoid. Should feed y'all. And I just kind of flop it down in front of her and go have a seat. Oh, and I look at him like I'm happy, like genuine cookable food. Uh, so can you help prepare them while I bring the cooking stuff? If like... you uh, if you can cook it, I'll dress it. So I'll start, you know, field dressing the, uh, the mongoose. <laughs> um, absolutely. Um, oh, geez, what would this be? I wish they had like a cooking skill. Um... I heard it was like proficiency. Um, it's gonna be. Tell you what. I'm gonna say. It's gonna be a choice of a. Where you're dressing it, it's gonna be a choice of either a wisdom or an intelligence check. Um, oh. and I will say. Just take your pick. Okay. So to dress it, I just chose wisdom. That's an eight. Yeah. Um. So you think you do a pretty good job of dressing it? Yeah. Seems edible. At least that sounds nice. <laughs> and Twilight is really excited, and she's like, "Oh." It's been so long since I've cooked for anyone. I'm so happy. I hope everything goes okay. And you tell me what to roll. Um, okay. Any I want. Um. Well. 
It's gonna be the same thing. It's either gonna be a wisdom or an intelligence check. No, I'm if thinking... if you were if you were slinging around like you know bottles and stuff like that and trying to make a show, but you didn't actually care about what you were actually making, then it would be a performance check. However, this is kind of like understanding, knowing what components, either instinctually or from your knowledge, what goes together. If that makes sense. So my idea is like making something that reminds me of my family and my past. I guess that would be more wisdom-like if I'm trying new receipts or mm -hmm. something. Could mm -hmm. be more like intelligence like learning it mm -hmm. and i would say um you being you twyla i would say i don't think you it says on here that you have it but um go ahead and roll your proficiency bonus um along with this check <laughs> so i'm gonna roll because that. you because you cook things regularly. so it's gonna be a uh roll that 20 plus 3 20 plus Whatever your wisdom score is, plus your proficiency bonus of three. So I'm gonna I roll that wisdom, and and I'm gonna sum. All right, so, so that's, ten. Uh, ten, ten total. Yeah. Um. All right. So you make up a pretty well, decently cooked mongoose for everybody. Um. Juliet, do you um do you do anything during this time? Um tell me, how does the food make me make me feel? Um the food makes you, I mean, you're definitely still hungry, um thirsty. Um as the meal is being prepared, you feel as though that you would prefer that the um, the nourishment that you want not get cooked away. If that makes sense. Like, does it does like the food make me kind of get a little grossed out, or because that's how I would feel. Yeah, I mean, you get a little grossed out a little bit because they're ruining a perfectly good morsel of what you would require. Mm. I'll be right back, guys. I think. <laughs> I want something else. Yeah. Oh. There's a snake over that way. Why didn't you bring the snake back with you? I chose the mongoose. Mammal over reptile, thought less bones. I'm gonna go look for something. Take care. I think you did a great job, Twyla. Good job, Cookie. That's okay, that's okay, and I'm serving and giving it to Mari and he's like Demeka do you want to try it it's been like a long time since I cooked but yeah I might as well okay so um yeah so everybody roll a concert no, I'm just kidding you guys um it is edible <laughs> um it is an edible dish um Morhoron almost screwed it up, but Twyla, luckily you were able to catch that there was it was a little bit over seasoned, so you're able to kind of scrape some of the excess salt off of it before you cooked it. Um, and you were able to create a, you know, a serviceable meal for everybody. It's it tastes okay. Um, it's edible. Um, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's food and it's better than eating the dried rations that you've been eating for the past three or four days. 
um, while you've been out here on the trail, so worth it. Um, Juliet, with your 10, and thankfully because of Morhan pointing in the right direction, the DC was not very high, you are able to find a rather large snake slithering in the, uh, in the muck of the swamp. Um, yeah, I'm gonna grab it. Yeah, and you're able to grab it pretty, I mean, give me a deck save. Sure. This one's a bigger snake than the last one you got. Ooh. Jeez, just get the bad rolls out now. Oh, yeah, and, and minus one to make that even better. So that is a, uh, a five. Um, so Thanks, you... chat. <laughs> um, so you do suffer um, three points of piercing damage as the snake does bite you as you go to grab it. Um, but you are able to grab hold of the snake, snap its neck, and, you know, do what you do best. Yeah, I just stick my fangs in it. Yep. Start boy. Yep. And you are able to feed off of it. Um, it satiates you, but again, not in the way that you would like it to. Um, but it keeps you from progressing into deeper levels of hunger, if that makes sense. You still have your hunger level of one, but your thirst and need to fulfill the hunger is saved for now if um just so you understand mechanically if you don't um at least feed on something yep um it will progress the next day once you've started the feeding cycle that's fine unless you drink the blood of a humanoid then it takes a level away yeah i figured okay that's fine yeah i go back i'm better still hungry but it's fine Where's that snake you were bringing back? I drank it. Yeah. Say so. All right. <laughs> you made a snake I like smoothie. how no one just questions it. It's just like, yep, okay. Snake smoothie, all right. I mean, it was kind of like a Capri Sun in a way, so it was a five. <laughs> <laughs> just, like a juice, just a quick juice box. You put your fangs in it and they came out the other side. I get it. Yep. Are we, uh, can I give some sort of perception, survival, something to see where we are at and how far we are away from the witch bitch? I mean, you guys can begin traveling down the road and yes, you can roll a perception check. Can we just scream at her and curse her to see if she just comes here like really angry to oh. 17 um you kind of walk off into the distance a little bit ahead of the party um as you're kind of walking forward um you guys are all traveling right now so um if you guys would like to do anything to help aid your travel um let me know what you'd like to do um but a perception check of 17 with julia is enough to um, kind of keep an eye out on the path ahead of you and see, uh, basically get a good survey. You kind of get up on top of a hill and you can kind of see a rather large, um, kind of like tree, like almost like a tree that's been like, it looks like it's been, it's the stump of a tree that's like very jagged, um, not like cleanly cut, but it looks like a the stump of a tree that rises up probably about 40 feet out of the ground, but it looks like it's been like torn off, like the top of it's been torn off, basically. 
that makes sense. So you do kind of have a general understanding, and based on the kind of nature of what's been going on, this tree has also been darkened. This this, this trunk and stump itself is a almost blackened dark bark on this tree. You have a pretty good feeling you're heading the right direction, and it feels like it's probably not too far off in the distance, probably at least another couple hours, but you should be there um, by midday. I think we're getting pretty close, guys. I'm going to start keeping an eye out for uh, magic of some sort, like look for living trees or uh, (laughs) any kind of you know, rooms that may... I'm, I'm, I'm just looking to make sure she doesn't have anything waiting out here to get magic specific. Alright. Um, I will say Investigation or Arcana. Your, your choice. Alright. Yep, yeah, an 18 will pass as well. You're able to kind of keep an eye out on everything. Her presence is kind of felt everywhere. Like, she has, this is definitely kind of, like, an individual who definitely has an effect on the landscape around her just by her presence being here. Like, the wildlife and everything is being impacted by her presence in this area. And you can sense that and feel that. Now, like I said, the weeping treants that we had before, typically, thanks to Demacos, you know that they typically move at night, so that's not really much of a concern, but there are other creatures that move throughout during the day. Um, But with that 18, you are able to kind of keep on guard, and there's nothing that's kind of keeping you or protecting her hovel, as it were, as far as your way through um, headed towards your destination. Uh, Demikos, what would you like to do? Um, I can... I'm sure I did perception. Yeah, we already did a perception. Um, and, no, and no, you can't tumble. <laughs> uh, you know. Well, we could, we could try to find a way, I guess, but... <laughs> can I, like, clear the path ahead? And any yeah. branch down or... Yeah, absolutely. Um, that would be a probably a strength athletics check to do that. Unless you had a different thing in mind. An 11? Okay. You are able to kind of hack down some of the trees, and, or trees, <laughs> some of the branches down and stuff like that. And there are a couple of times where you stumble through in a couple of different areas of uh, kind of sludgy. I mean, a lot of the ground here is sludgy and soupy right now. Um, but you are able to kind of move through it um, every once in a while catching yourself. Not enough to make it diff- technically difficult terrain, but enough to kind of like impede your progress a little bit, but nothing too crazy. Um, and then, uh, Twyla, what are you doing to kind of help this travel along? So, with my last master, um, whenever I grew anxious or something, he used to make some prayers. And I feel like it's a very good moment to do this for all of us, maybe having the goodwill. Uh, of the gods could be very helpful. And okay. I start chanting like really, really low. Okay. All right. Um, sounds like a religion check to me, based on what you described. Unless you're trying to accomplish something else. <laughs> ah, well, a natural one is a thing. Um, 
However, um, so you start to chant and stuff like that, but you kind of, you're kind of shaken by your hauntings and stuff like that. So much so that you kind of like, you're having trouble focusing on your um, kind of chantings and I wouldn't say incantations, but like your chantings and your prayers and stuff like that. And you're having difficulty focusing and remembering like which ones are which, and they kind of get mixed and hubbled together. Um, but um, you try your best. Um, either way, it does not impede your progress. Um, what would you guys like to, what do you guys converse about as you're approaching? Um, I think we need to have some sort of plan of how we're going to deal with this. Do we just go balls in and <laughs> fuck shit up? I mean, that is the typical approach. I don't know if it is the best approach going in here, but it is our typical one. Maybe do we have a plan? My plan is to hit her with my axe and then kick her in the chest. Well, uh... My plan is to stand beside him and do the same thing. Well, I can throw a couple of spells real quick. We can hit her with some, uh... What do you say, Twyla? Fireball? Well, I can fireball if... You know, there's some space, and if not, <clears throat> I can give a scream, and if we're not away from it, I'm really sorry. If I get too angry, I got some spells that I'm not sure will be as healthy and could hurt everyone nearby, or I maybe can suggest uh, to the witch something. There is no, there is no talking to her. How about we just fire you fireball her entire hut and burn it to the ground? I would like to see and use a spell to suggest that she kneels down and beg for forgiveness, and then you can attack her if you want, just to see her. Okay, if you want, I can just, you know, hide and throw a fireball from far away. That's okay. I think you should be the farthest away from this fight. I think so too. Now that you mention it, are we? Uh, here's a. Why don't you take this broom that Timmet gave us? That way, at least if you're away, you can be away and up and out of the way. And you know, if some other weird trees come out of nowhere to attack us, you're up and, and out of the picture at least. That sounds really amazing. Uh, and I go and. Um, Walk tomorrow to take the broom. Mm-hmm. And I say, with all the respect that you deserve, curious broom, uh, I'll take care of you. And I grab it. Are we, uh, are we gonna try and sneak in? At least for the, the first part? Because if so, I should probably stay. I typically like to be right in the front, but if that's the case, I should probably stay towards the back. We could, but I'm pretty sure she already knows we're here. I got, I got an idea. Right. Uh, when we start the, bot, the battle, if you and the Mekos are close by, I may be able to speed you up so you can go and fight with more 
don't know, more fast, strong. You'll tire out later, but... A little extra sauce on the sandwich. Yeah, but you need to be close by. And it won't last all that long. But I'm sure it will be helpful. Or, okay, okay. For those who want to be up front. Because if Damakos doesn't want to go closer, or if Juliet wants to go closer, just tell me which two want. Oh, Juliet wants to go closer. You best believe that. I think we'll all be up close. No, no. Uh, yeah. So is that okay, Mari? Should I give the kick on sauce to Juliet and you or Demacus? Which one? No, I'd say you give it to Jules and uh, Demacos and All right. let them go uh, doing it. I, I can take a pretty large amount of swings myself. So uh, go ahead and give it to them. All right. So let's see how that goes. And then right before we like get there, I'm just gonna hug him. <laughs> kind of, sort of hug Demacos, just a little bit like new friend kind of thing. But whatever happens, happens. Uh, if we are on the fringe and knowing that this battle will be happening in the next bit of time, I will do protection from good and evil. I don't know if this is a fey fiend aberration, but I'm still going to try and protect myself. Okay. Um, protection. From I would good know what evil, it is, right? I mean, yeah, it's a demon, so I mean, it's and definitely would, one of those things. <laughs> I would tell it we're dealing with Shakasa's witch. That's good to know. Uh, those particular types of things are, we'll say, my specialty. Demons, right? Yep. Devils. I got something too. Uh, and I would just know, be part, start preparing spells and stuff. You know, I'm sorry to say, but all my spells, most of them are like the kaboom. <laughs> you know, they're big, explosive, will hurt most of everyone who's nearby. So if I decide to hit you all, I'm so sorry, but I was trying to think of our survival. So much for her not like killing all you guys. Um I am sure to scream like you need to get away. It's gonna hurt. See, here's the here's the thing about that, um, Twyla. When you say it's kinda like have you ever heard of this weird um the 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 humans play it a lot. It's called golf. And it's like they, they have this these sticks and there's these little balls on the ground and they hit it. And if they get really close with the little ball, they yell four. Well see, here's the problem with that. You can't yell four when it's that close from us. What do you suggest? I'm confused now. Because I don't know what golf is. You're gonna be yelling my, four a lot, is basically what she's trying to say. <laughs> my um 
my human human boyfriend used to play it and it was weird so you suggest i don't use that that's okay then okay I'll no try. you could totally use it just i don't want to be caught in the middle of your fireball i love you though okay okay i i think i can try to send you a message like move away yeah. and i'll okay. sure i'm gonna be sure to t let you know that works okay because i don't want to get you caught up in my cone of and i i stop and look at like fire smoke cold i don't know what i have anymore let's just stab the woman the witch that's okay well, let's get them. Okay. All right, let's do this. Let's kill her. So, you begin your approach. As much as I can totally set the mood with... As much as I can. So. You make your approach towards the stump of this demon witch um, that Julia, you recently learned name is Bubby. Bubby. As you get closer to where your destination is, you notice that the plant life in this area grows thicker. You kind of have to hack and slash your way through it. It appears that she's kind of created a very large fungal outer growth around the perimeter of this area. You are able to breach it. Who's leading this charge forward? Did we decide, are we trying to sneak? I'm not sneaking. All right, then I'm, I guess it's Julia with me right behind me. I'm flying on the broom at the back, very slowly. Okay. If that is the case, um, Juliet and Twyla, give me perception checks. Can I fix it and say not that bad? Okay, I'm gonna roll. <laughs> <laughs> Juliet, you don't really catch quite a whole lot um, with that. Six. Your red raged eyes. Yeah, your your yeah. your eyes are just enraged, and you're not really thinking very straight. Twilight, you flying up um, from your perch, kind of just above the canopy, you can see a very small figure standing at the foot of this tree. In it, in front of it, there is kind of a rather large opening. Surrounding this tree 
is a very large area of muck and swamp that kind of envelops around and almost kind of like a, a circle almost around it. However, in the middle, there is almost kind of like a rocky outcropping of growth um, of, well, of rock, but like, it looks like it almost is man-made humanoid or human formed that almost kind of creates a little bit of a path for someone or something to be able to move in and out of this area um, without as much trouble. Sitting in front of the opening of this tree is a small creature. It's hard to quite pick out from this distance, though. But you can see it standing there. Almost as if it's waiting. I'm gonna use telepathic speech to communicate with Mori okay. and tell him in his mind that there's something up ahead. I'm not sure, but it seems like he's waiting for us and he's in front of a tree, big tree, that looks yeah. to be their home or at least has some human homemade modifications. Uh, as that comes into my head, I just respond back, I think, in my head, all right? And then I kind of lean over to Juliet, who's just short in front of me, and whisper, who's waiting for us. And I disconnect. Huh? Give her what she wants, then. A death. Okay. Long overdue. I just keep circling, but not getting too close unless they move closer, just to stay around. Okay. How do you make your approach? Just walking straight. I'm going to be walking straight in. Do the rest of you follow? Oh, I'm right behind her. She's yeah. Just heading right in there. So. Okay. Uh, how, cl how, how close do you want to get? Uh, about 60 feet. 60 feet? Okay. Let me just double check that. An inferno. Um, my map isn't that big. Um. <laughs> um so let's just go. We'll say that you guys are just on the foot of this. You guys can't see it yet, but I'm just trying to position you guys about where you would be coming out of. And I would say in Infernal, um, your games has been pretty cute. There's no response audibly from this creature. This this creature stands about four-ish feet tall. Fairly stout. With its head down. Long gray beard flowing from its chin. <laughs> Tossled gray hair with 
twigs, unkempt, dirty looking tattered robes, green in color. Its eyes pick up, and you see the face of someone you just lost. Timic is standing there in front of you, eyes long, black, drooping. He hasn't moved, but he is just standing there. What do you do? I can't. I can't hurt him. I fly that Told me he was dead. I think she's playing tricks. Also, the witch. Uh, what if that's him? Do you want me to suggest something? What do I suggest? Do I make him walk away? Do I make him sleep? What? Uh, Timic, is that you? No response. I am going to, if possible, cast to suggest and tell Timic. I suggest you answer Juliet commands and questions okay what is the saving throw for that i think it's uh i'm looking wisdom, for it I'm, I'm, I'm like i'm looking it. for it but i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'll find it for you I oh there it is it's a second level spell it says wisdom saving throw It targets a creature you can see through. Yeah, we can see. We can see Tamek. Yeah. <coughs> so, you make the suggestion. No response. Well, he was really strong, so maybe. Is there more from him? I have that spell to see if it's alive, is it dead, is it a person, is it not?
tell if it was a request. No, I, I can't necessarily tell if it's a say or a theme. I mean, an aberration or a theme or a say. Once I find out that's what it is, I can do that, but I can't. I wouldn't be able to look and do it faster. I mean, I do have lots of experience. I, I don't know if I can. Can I look and see? I mean, I, I don't know. That's up to you, DM, but. Would I know if this is a uh, farce? Just from my experience with those particular types. Um, you could try, but you would need to get a little bit closer. All right, with that. I mean, if we're if it, if he's just standing there staring at us. I think I would continue to creep in anyway, knowing that even if this is the witch, there's nothing I can do from 60 feet away, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I can also see if he's undead. Do you want me to check that? That's what you want to know, if he's an undead, right? If it's uh, him. Because I can use eyes of the grave. As an action, you know the location of any undead within 50 feet that isn't behind total cover and that it isn't protected from divination magic. So maybe that? Can I use that? You can use it, yeah. So I'm gonna try to extend my hand towards him and see what I feel. So you push out your eyes of the grave out towards, and it's kind of a radial kind of in the vicinity around you. Um, There's no pings of undead, except Juliet. (laughs) So I, I don't feel that Juliet. I turn to you real quick. Yes, I'm dead. Uh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know this was a secret you wanted to keep. I'm sorry. But I don't feel anything else. So I'm not sure. I think this is worse. Maybe an illusion. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I'm walking up. I'm. Mmm. I'm, you yeah, want to uh, up. shoot an Eldritch Blast at him or something. Oh, oh, you're right. I do. Um, oh, okay. I'm going to, yes, I'm going to Eldritch Blast him. I'm so sorry, Timic, if this is you. As you go to bring your hand up to Eldritch Blast, you see Timic raise his hand in his hand is Sir Squeakington. What happened, Juliet? Are you going to use it or not? What happened? Is is Juliet doing anything? I am. I'm... I see Sir Squeakington, and I, I say I'm so sorry as I cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. 
Go ahead and cast Eldritch Blast. I'm killing my mouse! Okay. Uh, all the way up here. There we go. The average. Why do you have advantage? I don't know why I did that. I did standard and it just gave me. Oh, okay. That. Roll again. She does because she just shot at her own mouse. <laughs> There. Okay. Twenty-three. Oh, I don't want your character shoot. Twenty-three hits. Go ahead and roll damage. I would get another one because I'm past level five. Mm-hmm. So you gotta roll another d20. Uh, yeah, you gotta roll one for each one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. okay. 24 hits, go ahead and roll damage. Okay. So a total of 11 points of force damage. You fire out these two Eldritch Blasts, unmoving. You... <laughs> Somebody gave you a plus one, Juliet. Thank you. It doesn't move. Timmy takes the two hits. Holding Sir Squeakington in his hand. Opens his mouth. And bites the head off of the mouse. What did he just do? Did it look like the Eldritch Blast impacted or... Oh, it, it, it just... Didn't he didn't react? I would like you all to roll initiative. So we are gonna move over. The blood, the mouse. Oh no, my mouse! <laughs> he was fated to die because. Oh, I can't. I'm I'm so fucking distraught by this mouse. I forgot how to. Do initiative. There we go. Okay. Uh, Juliet, that gives you a 16 on your initiative. Thanks okay. to the plus one. Yeah, plus one. Thank you. Okay. Starting at the top of the initiative order. After biting off the head of Sir Squeakington, after we move the stream over so they can see what's going on. And I'm gonna maneuver this just a little bit more and make it a little bit easier for everyone to see. Excellent. 
All right. So, with that being said, Timic is going to go first. <clears throat> Seeing everything around him. Timbic is going to cast Call Lightning. Of course he is. get that thing off the screen so you guys don't like want to kill yourselves <laughs> um okay um so saving throws it's just gonna start rolling a bunch of dice because it doesn't know what to do no undo 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 okay so with a so for your saving throws, we have Twyla with a 16, you succeeded. Um, Morhron, you failed with a 13. Dem Demacos, you succeeded with a 23. Juliet, you failed with a nine. Hitting all of us? Call lightning? Um, I think uh, I might have been because the the way the hold on. Let me double check one thing. It has to miss at least Twyla or Juliet. I'm okay with taking the hit. If it hit on the Demacos, it would hit the three of us. If it hit between Demacos and Twyla, it would miss Juliet. Oh, uh, okay. I see. It did something. It just because it it places a template. It just hit everybody in the template. Um, so I will say that it did not hit Twyla. Um, so I will undo the damage on Twyla. And that should have worked, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it did. Perfect. Um, as... I believe this is a... Yeah, yeah, these are a lot of shape. Okay. Um... That is going to end his turn. Um, I don't know what's happening there. there we go. All right. <coughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get the sheet to do what it's supposed to do, but it's just like not cooperating with me right now. Um, I'm all right. Thinking. Uh, brings us to Twyla. So... Uh, I think that even if that's Timic, we need to do something about this. And I'm gonna use Bless on my three companions. 
Absolutely. So you add bless to your three companions. That's actually a really good move in this situation. And I believe this bless um, that I add to you guys should function the way it should if it's coded correctly, which I think I coded it correctly, but we'll find out. But it'll add a D4 to the your attack rolls and all that kind of stuff. And I'm gonna take to the skies, uh, still staying in the same place, and uh, I'm gonna share with my companions. I did not buff you up that high because this is not the witch, so I'm saving that, okay? Don't fret. <laughs> uh, that's the end of my turn. Hey, Bless is still a big deal, right? Yes. All right, ending your turn. Juliet, what would you like to do? I'm going to run up to him. Mm-hmm. Blade drawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timic, I'm sorry. I have to do this to you. I'll figure out a way to get you back. And... I'm going to go for an attack. All right. Ooh. Uh, 27 to hit definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. I'm clicking the damage and it's not giving to me. Okay, there we go. <laughs> there it is. Yay, <laughs> 20 <laughs> points of damage. Wow. Max damage. I love it. I know. Nice. Uh, do it again. Um, so you make your attack. Um, the six necrotic damage doesn't do as much as you had hoped. Just food for thought. Um, and concentration check. Concentration is saved. Um, second attack is a natural one, so yeah, that does not hit. Come on, Timic. <laughs> I go. All right. Demikos, what would you like to do? Move there. Tax at advantage. I will... Hit him with Monks my axe. Like. Hit him with your axe. All right. Do so at advantage, sir. With your bless. I love that. Uh, 22 to hit definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Ooh, max damage again. Look at you guys. <laughs> 14 points of damage onto your pal Timic. Um, and another concentration check coming my way. And he's fine. Then I will drop one hand off my axe and unarmed strike him. Okay. Um, At advantage. Uh, you can roll it again. Uh, first one hit, so 23 to hit. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Uh, 
Nine damage. Mm. Um, nine points of bludgeoning damage. And then I will. Um, are your strikes magical? Yeah, I think it's okay. a level five. Thing. Okay, just make it. Cool. Just making sure. Yep, and then I'm going to flurry of blows. Um. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. On the last concentration check, he's going to use a legendary resistance to overcome it. Um, Flurry of Bulls attack at advantage is an eight, an eighteen does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Six points of damage. And then the second. Full air blows attack. It's 25 that hits. Jesus. Um it's gonna use another legendary resistance. You're just gonna make him blow through all of them right now, I think. That's eight more damage. Okay. And Any succeeds on that one. I believe that's everything. Okay. Morharan. You're up, buddy. Hmm. Well. All right, let's see here. Come on now, click on this. Let's go. What are you doing? Anyway. It's at advantage, so hold on. <laughs> Get it to do well, why is it at advantage? <laughs> because there we go. Why is it at advantage? <laughs> uh, Drudge Bearer. Ah, <laughs> he's got uh, something for everything. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead and roll damage. 26 definitely hits 24 points of damage because I want to do this because I don't like to call lightning. I'm going to add another 7, so it's actually 31 points of damage. 31 points of damage. Okay. 15 concentration check. Yep. Give me one second. Math. Okay. How do you want to do this? Just, uh, I, I want to do it like uh, whack a mole. <laughs> I just want to run up, hand over the head, boom, hit him right on the top. Okay. <laughs> so you take your your maul and you go, wham, right over the spot. As you do so, Timic falls to the ground. and stands back up except the face of Timic is gone sliding off the face oh, is the skin of Timic revealing our old pal Bubby oh. hey 
puppy. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, this isn't their final form. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to put her back on the same initiative as our friend was. Perfect. Um, anything else on your turn? Second attack. Second attack. <clears throat> Make sure I don't get a crit with the advantage. You only got one more advantage on her. Mm -hmm. No crit, so... Do you do extra damage when you hit Fae, Fiend, Undead, all that stuff, or is that just like you know what they are or something like that? I do, yes. Okay. That's an extra D6, I believe. Okay. Um, for your knowledge, now that she is in this form, the psychic damage doesn't do anything to her. Okay. So we're gonna have fun with this. So all of that's that's there, minus four but plus three. So just minus one of what the original total was. Um, which was twenty, so nineteen points of damage. Um let me just let me make sure. It's actually 2d6. Let me draw one more. Okay. That's even. So it's the 20 that it originally was. Uh, <laughs> um, and I believe that was it. Yeah, that's it for me. Okay. Bringing us to Bubby's turn. So. You see the face of someone that a number of you have, or two of you have seen in your dreams. Long drooping face with drooping eyes. Crazed, almost, it's even worse than you could have imagined from your dreams. The hair that comes out of her head Oof. is like bloody soaked worms that kind of all just um, flow out of her head as she's here in this space. Um, she's still, she is now in her normal form. Um, so she actually is a medium creature. Just so you all are aware of that. Um, she is going to She's going to think really long and hard about what she's about to do. Because <laughs> I also have to think about what she actually can do. <laughs> All that fun stuff, you know, how that goes. Um, she is going to... 
yeah, no, she's gonna do this. So, she is going to use um, her claw attack against you, Morhoron. Right, uh, disadvantage. Correct. Sixteen misses. Um, frustrated. Eh, no, she's she's gonna try again. Twenty-four hits. Yep. For fifteen points of slashing damage. One of the concentration check. You also have bless, so extra D four. Mm-hmm. Uh, 21 passes. And then she is going to use her her hair after she claws into you. She tries to go for the first one. You kind of are able to kind of see the attack coming, but she comes in and rakes across your face. (laughs) On her second attack, the worms on her head all of a sudden animate and (laughs) flash out against you. Attempting to latch on to you. Yeah. Um, so I believe this is also going to be disadvantaged still. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 14 misses. So these all these worms just kind of all come at you and you're just like, and you kind of like take your buckler and just put it up to your head and you're able to kind of avoid the attack. She's just like, um, and then to end her turn, she is going to She is going to Misty Step. Here. Perfect. On initiative count 20. Oh boy. Four. Um of the undead skeletal zombies rise up out of the ground out of the muck they were under total cover it was a good idea for the eyes of the grave but they were under the under the swamp where you couldn't see them <laughs> but do i feel them now i know that they oh are you know there. they're there now <laughs> Oh, they're definitely there now. And um, I'm going to yell out, Twyla, please move. Uh, I'm just going to roll. Something. I'm going to roll an initiative for them. <laughs> you they, got a, they got a natural one, so they're going to go all the way at the end. <laughs> I'm telling you, you need to move. I can't move until you move. <laughs> it's going to hurt. I swear. I have cone of cold coming. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to Twyla, it is your turn. I need a geometry class. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know that we can sort of hold actions, but I'm not planning to do that because that can go really wrong. Yeah, because you can expend spell slots without really doing anything. Well, because it's gonna be like, I'm gonna save this action and if they don't move, well, I'm gonna cast it anyway. So no, let's not do that. So I wanna use a spell. Um, it's a 30 foot radius. Okay. And I'm gonna That is catch... a big area. <laughs> it's a big area and I wanna catch Bobby and those two zombies that are south without hitting Juliet. So you kind of want to go down here. Yes, but you know, I think the like part is going to be outside the map. Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out right now. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, it's going to have to go outside the... Ah, no, there you go. Well, that's 25 feet. <laughs> yeah, it might have to go outside the map to make it work. That's okay. That looks fine. Because Juliet is just going to feel the, the breeze. Yeah, back. Uh, yeah, so you can center it right there off the map. You can't, nobody on the stream can see it, but you okay. can center it right at that spot that I just pinged. So like right here. So if you plant it right there, you should hit them when you place your template for your, whatever it is you're about to do. I assume it's a fireball, but. No, it's not oh. a fireball. Oh. So I'm gonna say, this is because you've been tricking me and killing my masters and I'm gonna cast Sickening Radiance. Sickening Radiance, okay. It's a fourth level spell. Okay. Okay. 30 foot radius uh, sphere, light spreads around it on corners until this and lasts until the spell ends, which is an action. Uh, yeah. Oh no, 10 minutes, okay. When a creature moves in the spells area for the first time or starts its turn there, a creature must succeed on a con save or take 4d10 radiant damage, suffer one level of exhaustion, and emit a dim greenish light in a five foot radius. The light makes it impossible for the creature to benefit from being invisible. The light and any levels of exhaustion caused by this will go away when the spell ends. Okay. Can you place your can you place your sickening radiance um, sphere in that spot I pinged for me, please, just to make my life easier? So right here. So uh, do you want me to put it there? Let me see if I can do that. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna or, tell you. Or I can do it if you want. I I know where you're trying to put it. See, um, that's gonna be best. And I <laughs> have to tell you that the bless effect is gone because this is also a concentration spell, so I'm sorry, everyone. Oh man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope that for D10 is enough damage to offset that. And I'm... Okay. And I'm going um... to move. Does the saving throw happen only on their turns or does it happen immediately? That's the other when part. they no when they start their turn before okay. they start, they need to roll. Or starts its turn there. OK, OK. So for the purposes I'm, of the start of this, I already rolled it for their first time through. So I already I already have calculated it out. So when it comes to 
um, the haunts and her turn next. Um, the two haunts, um, one of them failed, one of them succeeded, and Bubby succeeded. Um, right. So they took... Half Bubby damage. and one of the haunts took 11, and then the other haunt took 23 points of damage. All right. Although, let me just double check one thing. It's <laughs> a lot of things to remember here on this one. Um, nope. And then I almost want to say if I can pull their character sheet up, but it's just not letting me do that right now. And that's radiant damage, just in case. That's why I'm trying to pull it up here. I'm having some issues getting it to populate. Nope, no vulnerabilities for either of them. Okay. So um, anything else on your turn? Yes, I want to move. Um, and I want to move like. I'm going to leave the sphere there, even if it's annoying, just because it makes my life easier <laughs> to remember where it is. I want to move three, three spaces up and I'm going to scream to Juliet is here. Okay. Or should I move? I wait further. What do I do? You're trying to move there. <laughs> yes. Stay away from the haunts. So, well, if that's the case, then I want to go uh, all the way to the corner. You know. I don't know. Where? Where? Not, in that, the not that corner. To the left. Top left. No, just left. You're on that room. You have 50 feet of fly speed. Oh. Yeah, you can pretty much. Go wherever you want on this map, kind of. I'm just gonna go high, like 20 feet up. Okay, you're just... Twyla is hovering over the battlefield. <laughs> I think I'm safe here, Juliet, please. If I fall, try to save me. I... Don't worry, I got you. I might be a brown bear in a little bit, but I got you. <laughs> a bear? And she just gives like, what? All right, um, ending your turn. Juliet, um, you are no longer blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag uh, move over here. Mm -hmm. God damn it. No, not there. Over here. Okay. Um, cone of cold, sir, please. Cone of cold or whatever cone your whatever your cone is now. Um, okay. I would assume it would be cold because I mean, um, well, <laughs> kind of. Um, so you use your cone of. Let's be honest, it's death. Um, <laughs> uh, place measure template cast spell. Nope, I hit the space bar. <laughs> Well, I wish I could see what's going on on the map down there. There we go. All right, so originating from here. It's 60 feet. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out exactly. I'm trying to make it do what it's supposed to do and hit everything. Yep. It missed two of them, so I'm just trying to make it. I'm just going to use the con save from a couple of them. Um... Both haunts fail their saving throws, so the other ones are also going to take this damage. 
Um, you rolled 33 points of damage. Yes. Which I believe... I love it when this thing isn't doing what I want it to do. Um... Okay, 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 okay. Um, Bubby, however, um, is resistant and passed her save. So she only ended up taking eight points of damage. Um, these other two putrid haunts up here also, or both failed their saves, so they are going to take the full um, 33 damage. They are both looking pretty rough. But you have eliminated those two from the map. Okay. Um, anything else on your turn, Juliet? That was one uh, of your pack magic slots. No, that's going to be it for right now. Okay. Bringing us to Demikos. Demikos, what would you like to do? I will run over to here okay i would like to rage as i go over there <laughs> absolutely you can um and i have a rage condition i don't know if it's going to operate properly but there it is <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm hoping it works because it's supposed to do a certain thing i don't know if it's going to work exactly the way i want it to but it should add no, it should automatically when... add the damage and the additional things to your roll is what it should do Okay. Swing my axe. I've also got a reckless rage on there too. I don't yeah, have so that. it should add bonuses to damage and increases it ad automatically adds your damage reduction on it. Um, so a twenty-five to hit definitely hits for thirteen points of slashing damage. And. Yeah, since I'm raging, I might as well just attack again with my axe. Okay, go for it. Ugh. Ooh, an 11 does not hit, unfortunately. Okay. So you come in and you're just like, and you rage out. You all see De De Demikos kind of just like almost hulk out. Um, what do you do to rage? Do you just get really angry? the radiant energy I get from my sun soul features kind of like emanate around me. Excellent. So you all see this kind of like glowing. radiant glowing energy surround this winged tiefling of all things. Um, and he comes in and he's able to kind of make good contact with his first swing. But unfortunately, um, she's kind of like oddly shifty and she just kind of is able to pair, um, dodge out of the other one. Well, that's it. All right. Um, brings us to Morharan. What would you like to do, Morharan? Bypass the little uh, skeletons and just run over here. All right. You are able to bypass the skeletons and run over there and then go ahead and make your attacks. A natural one ain't gonna do it. Nope, so I'll take the uh, second attack. Okay, go for it. Come on. 
There it is. Um, a 14 is also not going to do it. I'm going to add before you, before you say that. Hold on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on, clicking. Let's go. 15 is probably going to miss too. Yeah, 15 is going to miss too. <laughs> All right, so. Sorry, bud. Let. Yeah, um, seems like the right point for it. I'm gonna actually, no, this time I will just use my uh, second win. Okay, go ahead and use your second win. All right, that's gonna bring us to the haunts turns. Um, seeing as you're the only one around, Juliet. It's lunchtime. Bring it. Oh, they will. Um, so they will um, both attack you with advantage. So first slam attack coming in is going to be a 16 to hit, which is going to do 11 bludgeoning damage. Second attack coming in at advantage as well is going to be a 23 to hit for 10 more bludgeoning damage as they both just kind of come in. And this seems oddly familiar of a situation. Um... Ending their turn, it comes back up to Bubby's turn. Uh, one second, please. Um, I would like to use Hellish Rebuke, please. Okay. Are you using your packed magic slot for this? Or are you yes. using one of your other slots? I don't think of I can. First... I, I, oh, yeah, you can't. You have to use I it. I can't. Yeah. I have to use my packed magic, so it okay. would be my reaction. Okay. So a deck save? Yep. Fails. Um, which one? You, I mean, it doesn't matter. They're at the same HP. So <laughs> um, go ahead and roll your uh, 4d10 damage. Oof. Mmm. 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 Lunch. Um, so the dark black necrotic energy just kind of surges out of you and psh, takes this one out. Um, brings us to Bubby. Um, Bubby had already taken the damage from the sickening radiance already, so he took care of that. Um, and she passed her save, so I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that also means she's not glowing or... Let me double check just to make... I think whenever she's in there. Well, I yeah, had but... it, I had it, I had it, ro it rolled automatically when she cast it, so I'm counting, this is the first time around the initiative order. So I'm counting this as the time that it actually did it to her. Um, creature was in the area the first time. Da, 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 da. So one of those awesome green. This light makes it impossible. Creature. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. She succeeded, so she's fine. Um, so she doesn't have exhaustion or anything like that. Yeah, if she stays here, it's gonna be a problem. Um, she is going to... Uh, 
It's only letting me keep one open at a time. This is getting annoying. <laughs> it's only letting me keep one NPC token op thing open at a time. <laughs> um, she is going to. Yeah, no, that'll work. Um, she is first going to use her bonus action. Whoops, I don't know what just happened there. Okay. Sorry about this, guys. There we go. She is going to use her bonus action to Misty Step. Again. Hi. Um, <laughs> as she kind of almost like shrouds herself with her cloak and she almost kind of just disappears from your both of your view and you feel Juliet a presence come up and tower over you um everything coming at you bring it um claws first oops I didn't hit the button let me make sure she doesn't well it's gonna do it anyway we'll let that one slide because I forgot to make it an advantage. Second claw attack. Um, both of these claw attacks hit you. Um, for a total of enough damage to take you down. Hmm. And then she is going to... She's going to use her... If... It always does this. There we go. Um, she's going to use her blood drinking hair. Um, seeing as you are unconscious. Um, but da -da 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 -da. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? There you are. Um, seeing as you are unconscious, um, this attack has advantage. If it hits, it's an auto crit. And you're, she already has advantage on the strike anyway. <laughs> so she needs to hit unless she only she unless she throws a natural one. Um, she hits, does her damage. Um, one failed death save. One fail, two failed death saves because it's an auto crit. Um, and then she regains half of the damage that she just did to you. Which is kind of hard to do on a dead person, but still, that's why it has to roll anyway. Um, and you are considered grappled and unconscious at the same time, which is a thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's fine. On initiative count 20. This round, nothing happens. Uh, sorry, Twyla. It is your turn. What are you going to do? Juliet, just so you know, is unconscious, surrounded, and grappled by Bubby. So I want to use 
magic missile. Uh, I think I heard you. I heard you saying that the zombie look beaten down. Mm -hmm. So let's use uh, level three uh, magic missile and start Can you with also... the. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. Go on. That's okay. Start with the zombie, and then if there's something left, I'm gonna hit the other lady. Okay. All right. Um, I do want to just mention, just so you remember, um, Juliet is unconscious, and she is next in the initiative order. I am down. And she is down, and she has, she was just attacked while she was unconscious. So I was planning on using Spare the Dying as a bonus action. Okay. Uh, because if I give her life, she can she move? Yeah, it could become a problem. It could still be a problem, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she'll stop having to make death sit. That is a good question. How is that going to work? Hmm, I have to think about this. Because she... that's what I thought, that is she's, um, she's a stable. <clears throat> Right, well, but she's also like being murdered. That's okay. Um, then let's try to revive her then. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It just says they become stable. Okay. It just means I stop making death saves. I'm Yeah, you I'm stop stabilized. making death saves, but if she wanted to, she could do other things. But yeah, so you can do you can do that, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That that plays definitely fine. So that would be okay. Like, okay, so I don't want to kill her. So I wanted right. to make her stable and believe they might two teammates that they're gonna down that lady, and that lady doesn't have advantage. This is a, this is a smart. This is a smart. This is actually a smart play. So go for okay. it. Um. So yeah, your fourth new, level magic missile. New cleric here. So <laughs> I'm gonna. Do that then. Uh, I'm gonna it's, kill the on, zombie. Hold, hold on one second. I'm just remembering something. Well, she can like bonus action healing word or something. Well, I'm wondering okay. if isn't spare the dying an action? It's a bonus action. It uh, is. For my cleric, it's a bonus action, and I can use it uh, thirty feet away. Okay. I don't have to get close. Ah, uh, clerics. <laughs> All right, uh, go well, ahead and uh, cast. I'm an absolutely new cleric, so please do take care of me. Veteran <laughs> <laughs> so. cleric. And she happens to be the exact cleric domain that that's okay with. So that works. Grave domain clerics. There you go. All right. Uh, so magic missile. So uh, D4, please. So, let's so we're gonna do, we're gonna do this in order. So if you're using a fourth level spell slot, I believe it's five darts. Um, so first D four. Uh, uh, three still alive. Three plus one is four. Plus one. And okay. next one. And three. <laughs> I already added the the one. Yep. Still alive. Weren't you bleeding? 
five damage. Five. That, I believe... That was the third one. Yeah, that's the third one. I believe that's enough. The fourth one is another five. Okay, I'm, I'm holding it. Yeah, um, so that's the fourth one. So that five, five is going to the witch. And... And the fifth one, also it's at a, the witch, is a one a two. for two damage. And then you spare the dying on Juliet. Yeah. Um, from 30 feet away. So you have to fly down and get a little bit closer, but you can still do that. So, so um, let's do that. I would, I would say you'd have to move your token here, but you could get close enough from there, thanks to the Pythagorean theorem. Because um, we're totally <laughs> using that right now. Um, so Juliet, you are stable. Still unconscious, but stable. No longer making death saves. You're not doomed or anything like that, so that's not going to impact this or anything like that. Um, so <laughs> you are stable. You are still grappled and unconscious. And I'm going to scream at the witch. Why don't you try me? Just that, trying to get her attention. Juliet, you... And your turn. Demakos. Demakos. Julia can't do anything. She's unconscious. She's unconscious. She doesn't have to make death saves, but she can't do anything on her turn. Move. Roll a d20. Okay. Roll a d20, Juliet. Six. Okay. On a natural twenty, you can get up with one hit point. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just like it's not a death save, but I'm gonna let you roll it just to see if it happens. Yeah, um, all right, Demikos. Um, I'll move up there, and I will... Let me just check one thing quick. Yeah, good thing that wasn't a real death save. Yeah, you're not kidding. Alright, I'm gonna hit her with my axe. Alright, go ahead and go for the axe swing. Uh, 13 does not hit. I will attack again. <laughs> hey, that is a natural hit. 20. There is a critical hit. Yeah. That's a crit. Crit, crit. Crit. Uh, for 17 points of slashing damage. And then I will... use two key points to do searing arc strike all right searing arc strike you do uh your burning hand things burning hands. you can definitely aim that away from her <laughs> that's a dexterity saving throw yes it is um what's your dc 13 13 um, she's going to use her last legendary resistance to avoid full damage. So go ahead and roll your 3d6. So 10, so that's going to be five points of fire damage. So you come out with your burning hands and she just kind of like sits there and bears and grins through it and just kind of like. Um, but is able to kind of fight it off. Um, anything else on your turn? Hold on a second. 
Just keep in mind if you guys get low on HP, you guys have a good berry. No, that's it. Okay. Morharon! Advantage strikes. I'm gonna run up here. First thing I'm gonna do is pour a healing potion into Juliet's mouth. Okay. Thank you. That is a bonus action, so you can do that. That's uh, 2d4 plus 4. Four. Eight, eight points of healing to you, Juliet. Um, you are no longer unconscious. You are still prone on the ground. Um, and you are grappled. Now, you said pouring it in her mouth was a bonus action or an action? It's a bonus action in my game. All right. Because I would rather you do something cooler than just be like, all right, so, uh, oh, wait, you fed it to somebody. Yes. Would you like to make a deal? No, I I got it. (laughs) So I did that. So it's an action. So so it's an action. Sorry. (laughs) So, uh, the, I'm sure the witch is sitting there watching me pour this into her mouth. I drop the bottle, I turn around and look at her and go, you'll get yours. I'm going to action surge. Okay. And start to go to work at her. Come on, kill her. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, it is at advantage. Um, so do that thing. So just... Uh, those hit. Um, so minus the d6 psychic damage, that's going to be, so minus four. Um, so that is going to be a total. Plus this. Plus your 2d6. So plus 11. So it's 26 minus four, so 22 points of damage. And I will take my second. Twenty-four hits. Go ahead and roll damage. So minus two plus yeah. minus two plus three. So plus one. So eighteen Ooh. more points of damage. Oh. She's looking pretty bothered by the amount of damage, but not hurt. Um. And yeah, that's it for me then. Okay. Um, ending your turn brings us back to Bubby. Bubby, um, with Juliet grappled, is going to use. Come on, open up the character sheet, please. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not allowed to. Um, she is going to use her face peel ability. Juliet, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. Um, Being grappled. Uh, Can I do something to pretend that I'm, 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 I'm still on, oh no. He gave me a healing potion, so she would know. Shit. Can't take actions or reactions. 
Yep, so just a straight up dexterity saving throw. Which actually makes sense for what's happening. Okay. Um, gotta find my attributes real quick. There we go. Mm -hmm. This is what I get for not making a Dexy character. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen is not enough. So, um, well, the target would take ten d six plus ten slashing damage, but I have a feeling that that's going to put you back down to zero again. Um, and you would ten d six. You're getting yeah, your face. Pe you're getting your face peeled off. Literally. So as she has you grappled with her hair holding you down, pinned against the ground, she takes her claws, grabs on to the top of your head face, and just peels it down. Holding her prize in her hand. You're unconscious. Uh, did I hear what I hear? Yep. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I'm trying to imagine that, but it's not working. You probably don't want to. You see her. with her prize cloak drapes back over <laughs> poofs and you can no longer find her I look around and use my powers to see if I can find her if that's um, you're you are no longer grappled. You are unconscious. You have no face. Um, on initiative count 20. Something would pop out. But it doesn't. Juliet, can I get a death saving throw, please? Yeah. I'm going to Natural 20. Okay. So despite the fact that you no longer have a face, um, you do pop back up with one HP. Aesthetically, I cannot. I, I'm you having such yeah. a hard time picturing this. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's the worst makeup job you've ever seen. Um, bringing us to... Demikos, Demikos, give me a perception check. Um. 20 total. You hear a rustling 
of movement in this direction. It's like a pit in there. Well, there is an opening at the front of the door right here. Oh, the door in the front? It's yeah, there's like kind of a an open um like an opening into the hovel. The door's open? I mean, there's no real door. It's just kind of a stump with a hole in it. <laughs> okay. You walk in to see Bubby frantically organizing herself to do something. You're not 100% oh sure what it is based on your knowledge of arcane things. Oh, I don't care what she's doing. I'm attacking her. Okay. 25 definitely hits for 16 points of slashing damage. We'll attack again. Okay. What the? Natural one. <laughs> okay. And then I will use a key point for key fueled strikes and I will take another attack. All right, go for it. That definitely hits 26 to hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Eleven points of slashing damage. That's it. All right. Um, brings us to Morharan. Morharan, you just see Dem Demacos. Oh, I have more movement. I'm just gonna move oh, up here. Okay. You see Demacos run off into the uh, into the tree stump. Meanwhile, your friend Juliet is lying, not unconscious, but kind of gurgling there on the ground with her face kind of slowly uh, bleeding out. Go. I run over there. Mm. That definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. That was weird, yeah. Why didn't only do the... Oh, you hit the plus one mall, I think. You have to hit your mall of psychosis. One second, Charlie. Your, one, your mall of psychosis there, Morhan. It's the wrong mall damage. So your normal mall damage would be... Whoa, there mm -hmm. it is. There it is! Um, so that's... Minus one, but plus... Whoa, Jesus. Um, but plus two D6. Um, for... Okay, so that's going to be 33 points of damage. And swing again. Swing again. Uh, 21 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. I'm going to add, so that's... Minus five. 
plus five, so it's 15 right now. I'm gonna add... It's 25 right now. 26. So 26 points of damage. And that, that is it. That's all I can do right now. There we go. Okay. At the end of your turn brings us to Bubby. She frantically, as you're kind of like smashing into her, she grabs onto this small stone. She's looking pretty hurt right now, actually. And as you see her clutch this along with the face of your friend in her hand, the cloak once again flops over. She disappears. And she's gone. Twilight, is there anything you're doing? Perception check. First. Natural one. This is half of us. We are just exploding the natural ones. What's happening? You guys used all your natural 20s on your exploration earlier. And in your fight with the treants. <laughs> and I wanted to go to Juliet. Okay, and you're able to fly down to Juliet. Yeah, I'm gonna land beside her. And... Mumble like crazy because I feel crazy and I'm gonna use cure wounds on her. Uh, okay. So that's math healing too. Yep. So go ahead and roll. So it's a. So do you automatically, because of Grave Cleric bullcrap, you're automatically rolling. You automatically roll eights? Yep. Okay. So eight plus. What's your spellcasting ability modifier? Uh, for cleric, uh, I believe it's a plus three for you. Ah, uh, yeah, three, three. Okay, so plus three. Um, so that's gonna be. What, what level are you casting it at? I'm gonna cast it at second level, just in case. Okay. So it's gonna be sixteen plus three. Yep, sixteen plus three. So that's gonna 19. be nineteen health. And I'm gonna try to cast it like in front of Juliet. Face, see if that okay. helps. Like, um, okay, I'm healing you, Juliet. I'm healing you. I'm healing you. Um, so you go to heal, and you go to heal over her face, and 
while it does begin to start to sort of kind of patch up and solidify, um, it's partially because you are sort of undead, Juliet. It sort of heals, but there's also a ton of scarring that like covers most of your face. It's jagged, it's torn, it's ripped. But there are elements of your one brow, one cheek, and part of your forehead that come back into normal healed state, but the rest of it is a mangled mess of scar tissue. So whoever who knows me here knows I'm having a really hard time with this. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, it's not healing. Okay, Juliet, what do I do? <laughs> should, should I keep healing? Do I stop healing? What do I do? Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Juliet, give me a perception check. Yep. Give me a second. Let me get my sheet. Oh, no dice. What's wrong with you? 16 dice. Um, 13. You begin to notice, Juliet, that a lot of the fungal growth and muck and decay around you begins to slowly but surely subside. Peel back. And subs- and um, pause itself. What would I? Can I give some sort of insight check to kind of see what would that kind of entail? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Insight. Okay. I'll say with advantage because you passed the first check. Cool. Okay. So with the sixteen. You know, based on the knowledge that you have of her and her powers, mm-hmm. her presence is what caused a lot of the changes in the environment here. The fact that this crawling decay and death has slowly been halted and stopped. means that it's likely that she is no longer here. And we are going to pick this up next week. So. Yay! D&D is fun, everybody. Um, So, um, congratulations to Veni Vidi Victory for winning the dice. Um, Definitely going to be some interesting things happening next week. So uh, stay tuned for that. We will see you next week again here at 830 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch, YouTube, Trovo, Facebook, all that stuff. Um, Make sure you take care of each other. Um, Make sure that um, I hope you all stay happy and healthy and we'll see you all next week. Bye now.